Welcome all, welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk talk show for who else? Married men. Um, All is welcome, married, unmarried, divorced, single, the whole gamut, all is welcome. Um, The one rule that I have tonight is no profanity. That's it. And respect others' comments and pass the mic, if you will. Tonight's topic is Living in oblivion. What is that? That might be my first question to Rodney. What is that and how did we get here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, we we talked about it briefly. And, uh, you know, one thing about living in oblivion is is, um, not being in the know, I guess, is a easy way to put it. Yeah, yeah. One guy on... One guy said on TV, I think it was Vince Vaughn, he said, I don't want to be late for the dance. Whatever that meant. Um, I have a daughter that's just turned 16. And um, she deals with monthly issues, like all girls do. Um, and sometimes they may be a little more painful or bothersome to her than, I guess, anything else that she deals with. And I noticed a pattern of um, Tylenol taking, stronger stronger painkillers taking, um, and I noticed a small, slight dependency. Um, and, and, and I don't know where it's going. I don't know if it may turn into something or 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 not. But now, you know, when the pain comes, it's let me have a pill. And the pills are pretty much left out, you know. Sometimes we have to take the pills to the school because, you know, the the pain is that bad. The pain, you know, painkillers. Um um no Percocets, nothing crazy like that, but, you know. Uh I think as once it was one half of a 500 milligram of something. You know that was probably used from a dentist appointment. Um, and this, you're just talking about that time of the month. Yeah, yeah. That and 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 I think there's some other things going on too, um, like headaches, chronic headaches. You know, sometimes allergies will give you headaches that'll make it unbearable for you to, you know, go on with your day. Um, mm-hmm. So you got that time of the month, and you got the headaches. But the end result is there's a remedy for it which is in the form of a pill. Um, The first question that I want to throw out is, can parents be drug dealers without even knowing it? (laughs) Gosh, almighty. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we have, if we as an adult fall into a, a, a trend of popping a pill to deal with something, that's just what we do. You know what I mean? You got a headache, pop a pill. You know, your back aches, pop a pill. You know what I'm saying? You want to go to sleep, pop a pill. You want to stay awake, pop a pill. There's a lot of us that do it. Some of us have to drink a cup of coffee just to get our day started. That's caffeine. If it came in the form of a pill, which it probably does, we would pop a pill. If Starbucks sir, uh, sold caffeine pills, people would buy Starbucks caffeine pills. 
You see what I'm saying? So if we already have that and it's okay for us, we've accepted it as our way of dealing with pain, how does that funnel down to our children? So can we, in essence, be drug dealers and not know it from the prescription drugs that we have in our house? Or you doing some talking? Hmm? I think you're doing some talking. Yeah, we can be uh, be that once you put it in that type of uh, visual. Now that I visualize it, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we don't want to go through pain. We don't want to go through anything quick. So give us the quick way out. Yeah. How do we fix it? Let's fix it quick. Pop a pill. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to go through the pain or struggle. Mm-hmm. It hurts, so fix it. Fix it. Fix it. I mean, but we could be living in oblivion thinking that that may not one day turn into an addiction for our children. Right. It is now. <laughs> That's why a lot of them are committing suicide over yeah. and over again. And, uh, and other things, but... um. When you listen to a doctor, which we were trained to do without question, and if we question, we feel like we've stepped over the line, and they say, give your kid Redlin, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, boom. You know, when somebody tells you you can't bring your child to school until they're on a drug, Yet, on the other hand, a girl in your daughter's class couldn't hand her a mitol. No. Now, that's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do the school, did the schools get it right when they said, we're not going to administer painkillers? You have to bring them in as a parent and administer it yourself? <laughs> What's the difference, really? Because they're still getting it. You know, you got a child in high school, pretty much, like I told my sons, high school is the last step before adulthood. You should be making a, a few more decisions for yourself. You should be able to maintain, maintain your own schedules and, and your own um, behavior. Sure. You know, and they take that away, and then... What makes it different if they say you come in or a uh, physician physician comes in and gives it to them? It's all the same. And and mm-hmm. I think you're making a great point because it's really not it's it's not it didn't originate at the school. The school is just facilitating an issue so the kid can get through whatever period, whatever class, whatever the remainder of the day. Um. And get them out of the nurse's office. And but I, I try think, to I try to avoid it. Um, my five year old, she just got a prescription. The doctor gave her a prescription for Nasonex. Um, and she has allergies, environmental allergies, but it's not it's not anything so significant that she can't um, you know, she can't go outside or anything like that. She just has a little sniffle here and there, and it's generally in the morning. Um. But, you know, we took her, we had, I, she's got food allergies too, 
And um, so I was taking her for that, and, you know, she was like, we're going to test her for her environmentals first, and then we'll test her for the food allergies later. And, um, you know, sure enough, she was like, yeah, she's got allergies, and here's some, you know, um, she needs to take this Nasonex. And if you read the side effects, you know, it actually, over time, it breaks down, you know, the lining of your of your nostrils and everything. So, and again, it wasn't anything that she's, you know, generally it's in the morning, um, you know, that she has these, no stuffy nose or anything or, or sneezing and stuff like that but it's nothing like I was like you know she gave me the prescription and you know I got great insurance I can go get a prescription it's not that but I was just I'm not I'm not giving that to her you know and she was like yeah you know her her nose nostrils you know would really be I was like no you know she'd be alright um, <laughs> so but I mean I, I try to avoid it you know as much as possible you know with the whether it be over-the-counter or prescription, you know, just, you know, as needed and not just like you said in the beginning, just like, oh, you need this, you've got a headache, pop a pill. You need to go to sleep, pop a pill. You know, just kind of that, that whole, yeah. that whole yeah. mentality. Yeah. And that Nasonex, I take something called uh, Flonase, which has a steroid in it. Nasonex probably has the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, um, if it would be addictive in that dose that she's getting. You know, but just, I mean, you can get to the point, what if you didn't say, okay, I don't want you to take it? And someone else said, yeah, go ahead and take it. So now that's the way to go to sleep. That's the way to go out and play. That's the way to go to school. That's the way to do, that's just the way to function now. we got to get that prescription filled. we got to get that nasonex so she can function. When that may really not be the case. Mm-hmm. But, but what's the alternative? Especially for, I mean, most of us have girls on this line. And they're going to have that time of the month where it might be unbearable. Some will have to go to the emergency room. I knew a friend of mine that had to go to the emergency room once a month because she couldn't take the pain. But what's the alternative? I think in cases like that, I mean, you might need a a prescription. Um, you know, because like you said, I mean, maybe the Tylenol is not strong enough, um, being that she needs to take it. You know, every time, you know, maybe she was on a prescription. You know, I think if it's if it's really that bad, you know, you can you you kind of know your kids and you kind of know when they just embellishing and you know the pain or whatever versus gotcha. them really being in pain. But you know, I think it should be, you know, you sh- you should it should be on a case by case basis. Um, you know, to to look into that because I mean, sure, sure, there are some women and girls who do, who do have major you know, menstrual cramps and everything, and it's like they, they can't function or headaches or anything like that, and, and it's rough, um, you know, but that's not, you know, that's, you know, generally, you know, not your, it's, it, it's you know, here and there, it's not not the, I would say most, it's an, it's an abnormality, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. Anybody else? I can't really comment on, on that, but, I mean, as far as the allergies, you know, you might have to humidify. Uh, you might change your pillow, change the sheet. You know, yeah. you know. You might have to do some work. Yeah, um, and that's what we did. And, and you know, I changed. We changed the sheets. We, you know, dusted her dresser off, vacuumed her. You know, she got carpet in her room. I got hardwood throughout the house. Yeah. But that's the problem there. Carpet yeah. is a major problem. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. The mm-hmm. filter in the furnace. How many times we changed the filter in the furnace? 
Yeah, I try to change mine quarterly, but it'd probably be about four every four or five months. <laughs> Have you thought about putting yeah. a humidifier on your heating system? Uh, no, actually not. And I've got a humidifier, but, you know, just the changing of the sheets and everything and, and cleaning up a room, you know, getting the dust bunnies out, it helped it just like that. You know, and I, like I said, I never even, and she gave me a, a trial version of the Nasonex and also a prescription, but I never even, you know, took it down to get it filled, and I never gave it to her, and that that cleared it right up. Anytime you know? a doctor mentions any medication to me, I go to the Internet. Yep. And I also understand that any drug company automatically gets permission to put that drug out on the market knowing that in five years, that's when they'll get the data of what they give you on TV of the many side effects. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you're taking multiple medicines, you're getting multiple side effects, and who knows what side effects affect another side effect. So, you know, I've had a doctor wanted to put me on something where I would have to have my kidneys uh, uh, um, to test to see the, the level of my kidney function. I told him right then and there, oh, sorry, I'm not taking it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll find another way to raise my good cholesterol <laughs> mm-hmm. other than taking that, you know, and I went and I found. Well, actually, uh, a teaspoon of, of olive oil every day, cranberry mm-hmm. juice, you exercise, mm-hmm. you know, so it's always an alternative to something. You know, now as far as the pain with your daughter going through that 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 cycle, I wouldn't know what to say. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, but because I'm sure it is so bad that she needs something. You know, yeah. but I guess if you might check and see something herbal that yeah. might help. Um, maybe roll jelly, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And and I think that there is something, there's got to be something else. And, again, I just, doing the research for this topic, it just came to me. And I was like, you know what, maybe I've been living in oblivion, not really recognizing. Or maybe I have recognized, but I said, well, this is the quickest fix. Mm-hmm. And my wife said, hey, this is the quickest fix. The pills work. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I think that it can also lead to something, a dependency that may be out of control. Now, I don't know how many people on this line have experienced drugs back in the day. The drugs when that I was growing up that I was used to that I was you know was weed, cocaine, powder, angel dust, and tabs. We call them tabs of mescaline. It's acid, dropping acid. Um, alcohol. Yes, somebody said alcohol which is still, you know, prevalent right now. But after talking to some people, I come to realize that those aren't the enemy today for 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 kids and for teenagers. Those aren't the enemy. They don't have to go to the corner and buy a dime bag to get high. They don't have to find a drug dealer and buy a gram of coke to sniff or to shoot up or whatever to get high. They can go right in our medicine cabinets and get high. And it's crazy stuff. Stuff like glue. We all knew that. Spray Mm -hmm. paint. 
nail polish remover, cleaning fluids, Freon, cooking sprays. Stuff that we have in our house. Now, again, it's hard to police that because you don't know. If the child isn't showing any signs, if they're just crazy anyway, you don't really know. And another thing that I found out about was energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Red Bull, Amp, Monster, all those drinks that we, you know, we'll stop at the store. Kid will be like, hey, let me run in and get, you know, back in the day be a Slurpee. Now it's a Monster or it's an Amp. You know, does anybody give their kid five-hour energy? No, I refuse to take that. That's the nine years old. Terrible. Man, they choose to do it. I haven't even taken it myself. No way I'm giving it to a kid. Exactly. Exactly. Anything that strong in that little bit of bottle is scary to me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You got kids coming to the emergency room with heart palpitations because they're drinking too much caffeine. And then when they drink it, they don't know how to stop until it's because it's cool. You know, so there's certain things that I think that, you know, it's a little message. Take a look at what we do, what we have in our house, and pay a close enough attention. Because back in the day, it used to be, I don't know how old everybody is, but, you know, commercials. Telling you, asking you, have you had to talk about drugs with your kids? <laughs> Anybody remember those? <laughs> I know you remember. It was like every night at 10 o'clock. You know, how do you talk to your kids about drugs? You know, but has anybody come up with it? Or do we rely on social workers at the school, the Internet? Who's doing it? Who is, or are we just oblivious to the fact that it's it ain't our kid? It can never be our kid. I was very bold, and I was very truthful, and I told my sons exactly what I did, what I used, why I shouldn't have used it, and then I told them, it's your choice. If you choose to use them, guess what's going to happen? You know, I'm just finding out what cigarette smoke smoke does to you, and if you have back and neck problems and you smoke, that's where it comes from, believe it or not. Smoke it. You know, yeah. I didn't want to believe that uh, when they used to do that, you, you know, I look at Dragnet and they talk all this, I was moving, there's a lead to that. Not necessarily. What leads to it is who you hang with. If I hang with a bunch of potheads, that's all I'm going to do. You know, it's not the drug itself, it's who you hang with. Mm. You know, so I explained to them, I made sure there was no bottle of anything in my house. Actually, at one time I had a can of beer that someone gave me in my refrigerator for a year. Gotcha. My sons didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. So, you know, they don't smoke. So I did my part. The rest, if they choose they want to do it, then that's on now. Mm. But so far, because I've done that, I know the signs. I haven't seen the signs. Gotcha. And that's a great point because... You know, kids go sleepovers. You got teenagers coming over to sleep over your house. They're going with their families to wherever, vacations. I know I'm dealing with that right now. My daughter's going to vacations with other families. 
You know what I mean? Those things that are unavoidable, you know. But how do you know what the next person is telling your kid? You know, because it's easy. Because when I was growing up, I may not have known about weed, but somebody told me. And it wasn't my parents. It wasn't uh, an uncle. It was one of my homies. said, hey, I know we can get high. You know what I mean? And as long as you can do it and your parents don't know, you know, it's a good thing. But the thing with mine, my father drank, and they still do. Every day they have a social drink. Um, They call it a cocktail. But it's every day. You know, so if, you know, how could how could he have come to me and said, okay, weed is bad? Yeah, but so is drinking. So do we put ourselves in a situation where, you know, we're embarrassed or we're not in a position to talk to our children about their may one day be drug addiction or drug use because of our own? And again, this may not be anybody on the call. But sometimes we're living in oblivion when we're talking about certain things, especially when it comes to drug addiction in our kids. And some of us have very young ones, so it doesn't apply to you. You know, but can it get to a point where we just try to avoid the conversation because it's just not convenient? It's scared to bring it up. It's just like you don't want to talk sex with your daughters because you don't want her to run out the door and have sex with the first, you know, guy she sees. Which is yeah. true. That's not going to happen. You know, that is not going to happen. If you don't, it's, it's more to worry about it then than, than, than bringing it up. Yep. Yep. And that's another, that's a whole other issue. Being sexually active. And that was another campaign that we used to have to watch as parents. Did you talk to your kids about being sexually active? And you've got the condom billboards. Wrap I mean, how up. do you... Huh? Wrap, Wrap it, it up. up. How do you handle that? How do we get out of that oblivious state and say, okay, this is these are the... Whatever happened to these are the birds and the bees? Is anybody saying that anymore? <laughs> no. Is that even, is that even terminology for 2012? Nope. Was it replaced with anything else? Wrap it up. TV. I don't know if it was replaced. Now that the, I think they had that because they they put the responsibility on the parents. But right now, I want to say the responsibility is on on the schools now. Oh my goodness! I hear. I think in the I think in the fifth sixth grade they they start bringing up that conversation to the kids. Yeah, I think they sent a note or I can't remember, but um, yeah. in some areas it, it is like that. I think I, I think birds and the bees. I think birds and the bees in 2012 is bees in the trap. Mm-hmm. Bees in the trap. <laughs> That's a whole nother man. Did you just say that just now? That's a whole nother issue. That's fighting against us. That's fighting against. I heard that song and I swear I just turned the radio. I said, "What in yeah. the world is that?" Yeah, and look, hey, look, I ain't gonna lie. It's hard to turn from that video. It's hard. <laughs> I ain't know. As an adult, it's hard. Yeah, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, are we allowing the internet 
to do our man, job because we're not, not doing even, a good job. Not even the internet, man. We got, I mean, like like uh, Minister uh, Kenneth Jenkins on, on online said, you got video games, YouTube, films, TV, video, and even Nickelodeon. They kissing on Nickelodeon. Say it ain't so. Nickelodeon poison too. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even you know. Nickelodeon's getting bad. Hey, child, oh Sam. my goodness! <clears throat> but 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 do we do we the videos? These songs, just like you say, man. You know, <clears throat> and, and, and let's be honest: the songs we listen to, <clears throat> they say the same things, but they said it differently. You had to figure it out. You had to figure, <laughs> right. had to figure it out. You had, yeah. It took I, some thinking. I remember songs back in the day, and it's like that song meant what? The safety dance. Come on. That was about gay sex. Come on, you, you know. Then I had to go. How many times did I got safety dance? <laughs> you know. So you, you didn't know. I mean, I I found out, and I was in my thirties that that the song um, "Tambourine Man" was about uh, you know uh, a guy looking for a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. You know, his conversation with a drug dealer. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, and then. Mm. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, you know, it's just it same thing, different meaning, but now it's just acceptable to come out just come out and say it the way you wanna say it. You know, can I can I put it in perspective for y'all real quick? Of course you can. Since I listen to rap music now and uh you know, I listened to it growing up, uh I can remember when LL cool hold, on, J. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you listen to rap music growing up, you're not listening to rap music now. I'm still, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we listening to now, brother. Well, I, I, do, I do understand what you're saying because some of it is some of the most simplistic things I've ever heard. I think in five minutes, me and my boys can make a hit single. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I remember when LL Cool J first came out, and I remember my aunt finding... Uh, let me see. I think uh, Rock the Bells, the oh. dirty version. Yeah, yeah. And she heard that, and you know, she took my. I just bought it. She took my LL Cool J cassette single. I was pretty hot, and uh, you know, I remember when LL Cool J was like over the edge, over the top. And now we have the Nicki Minaj's and the Drakes and the Tech Nines and all this other. Well, they don't know nothing about Tech Nine, but all this other. <laughs> and um, and you know, I told my wife, you know, I wonder what our kids are going to be complaining about what their kids are listening to. Wow. Because wow. I'm wondering what's left. What's left to talk about? Yeah. What else can you do with a woman that's already ain't in a song that's playing right now on the radio? Wow. I, I honestly don't know. I thought I did a good um, sense of job, you know, because I'm a, a Tupac nut. You know, and and I was like, I can't play this unless my kids aren't home. You know, and one day, you know, my son was listening to Tupac, and I said, uh, oh, he, he discovered Tupac. But then I said, mm, if you really go back and look at it, a lot of stuff he said wasn't really that bad, you know, because I listened to it. 
Mm-hmm. But now when they put on this crap where actually they're stealing a lot of stuff and the auto-tune. Sure. I mean, that's garbage. That, that is just true garbage. You know, so, so I can see them howling at what balance. So we know that there's a lot of crap in the music. There's a lot of crap that's giving us, giving our kids a false sense of life. And and it's selling sex. It's selling. It's it it's letting them know that it's okay to be less than who you are. Um, people that are rich millionaires are on videos butt naked. They're talking about everything under the sun. And 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 I'm not going to say that we may be irresponsible by allowing it to happen in our household. But do the Amish have it right? No, they're undercover. No, they undercover. You they think? They do that stuff undercover. Oh yeah, they do that stuff undercover. I mean, how much undercover can you be with no electricity? Uh, 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 uh they trust me. That's trust me. They no, doing no, no, drugs. No, no, no. They doing everything. And, and see, and, and my boy was telling me because he lived in in Pennsylvania, man, and they they got called blanche. In Pennsylvania. Sure, sure, sure. You know, so, and, and some of the stuff he was talking about, they don't need electricity. They still going to do what they're going to do. So basically what you're saying, and I agree that when they leave the the, the home or the compound or wherever it, is, wherever it is, that the or the community, let's say, and then they go out to wherever to work at Walmart, then they may get turned on to some of the poison. Yeah, and they also have, you know, Rum Springer, um, you know, where around the age of 16, they, like, let them go, you know, and they're, it's, I mean, it's their choice. Gotcha. Gotcha. So they okay, can so experiment. They can experiment. Gotcha. And they can also be ouched as well. Come back wrong, you out. Mm-hmm. So, but but how do we get to the point where we, as men, head of household, police it in our own house? And again, the topic is for those who just came on, living in oblivion. We can police it in our house, but they go to other houses and they okay. listen to it. And even when you're in your car and you're listening to a station, boom, you don't control that. They they unless. You, you know, you you you're playing your own tapes or something, but they're gonna play something and then they just play it over and over again, and then it gets into your subconscious. And your kid, next thing you know, your kids are knowing the words and you don't know. Them. Yeah, and they're young kids now. Yeah, because they, they they listen better when they're younger. Believe it or not, they <laughs> they do. You know, they mm-hmm. just decide. They're going to do what they want to do, but they'll listen to it, and then they think it's cute because they'll put their kids on YouTube, and, you, you know, it's like, what, look what's, really, you know, TV started the whole disrespect in the house. Sure. You know, so TV, radio, it's hard to keep it out unless you just don't have those devices in your home, but then when they go into somebody else's home, and they listen to somebody else 
playing CD. You know, how you going to keep them down on the phone, you know? Yeah. After they seen Perry, you can't, you know? So you can only, like, I would tell my sons, like, um, you know, what do you get out of that? Listen to what they're saying. I mean, for one thing, they're stealing the music from a song back in the 70s. You want to hear the song? <laughs> you know, since they stole it, why don't you listen to the song? And my my sons actually listen to what I listen to more than they listen to a, a rap. You know, they have people they do listen to. Gotcha. So as long as there's a balance there, yeah. you know. And again, it's not all bad. Um, I'll tell you a story. I was driving back from the beach last week, and I, my daughter and her girlfriend was in the back seat. And a song came on, a rap song. And the girl said, turn it off. I don't want to listen to it. Comes to find out that the song was talking about um, hell. Uh, gnashing of teeth. I think it was Matthew something. It was actually a Bible verse in Matthew. I, yeah, you talking about that new Kanye West song, Mercy? That was it. Yeah, that was the... it. You know what I mean? So um, it led to a positive conversation about being saved with me and them. So it's not all you know. They listen. They don't pay attention, but certain things is going to strike their attention. You know, so it's not all bad, but again, I think, you know, if the opportunity presents itself to correct some of it, we can do so. Yeah, but I haven't heard that. I still haven't heard that song till today because they told me to turn it off. So what is it about? Oh, it's about uh, this dude with a Mercy. It's a Mercy Lago Lamborghini. About a car? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the chorus is totally on another level when you find out what the chorus line is about because you can hardly understand it. Gotcha, gotcha. Kanye West is being slick, you know. Wow. He mixes religion in his raps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, again, I don't, you know, maybe I'll search it and try to find it. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll start wearing devil pieces around their neck. Oh, yeah. man. Wow. <laughs> I mean, come right out with it, right? Wear Jesus pieces, so, you know. One or the other? Yeah. I mean, yeah. come right out with it. You might yeah. not want something. I don't I mean, know. Yeah. I honestly I mean, yeah. don't know what else is next. I honestly don't. You, you know, so so do you sit down and talk to your kids about the Illuminati, or do, or do you just let them figure it out on their own? I try to tell them about it. They don't believe it. Too sensational for them. I am talking to mine, but actually, my son one time was telling me, and and he stopped listening listening to um, a few artists. What is Beyonce and uh, I call him Down Syndrome Man. Oh, Jay Z. Uh, yeah, because he, <laughs> he he mentioned the idea that they worship the devil type thing, you know, and it's like you know that's not too far fetched. You know, when you have all the money and all the power and you can reach out and get whatever you want, what do you reach for? You reach for something you don't understand, something that's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 bad. so, so, let me make sure I'm hearing this right. <laughs> <laughs> let me make sure I'm hearing this right. 
we're getting ready to take this to the left side of the uh, call. Um, we know, we've identified certain celebrities and their faith, and we have pinpointed it down to something called Illuminati, which is definitely not of Lord Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, uh, and it may be it may be a true life, real life 2012 pact with the devil that brings you fame and everything you want, but the soul is his to keep. Now, that may be it. That's what I've heard. Again, I don't know, but that's what I've heard. So we take our kids because we're, you know, head of households. We're true head of households. We take our kids to church on Sunday. We take them to Bible study on Wednesday. Tuesday morning, they listen to Jay-Z. <laughs> Their iPod has Jay-Z, Beyonce, Rihanna, whoever else is affiliated with this organization, right? So, 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 the I mean, how do we, uh, I don't even know, I, I can't even ask the question. I can't ask the question because it presents an issue, a conflict with what we're trying to do as parents, right? And what the music industry is trying to do as greedy people that want just want to make money. Somebody help me out. Somebody help me out. I think it just I think it just comes with the the kids naturally wanting to rebel against the parents. And what better they but what better way to rebel than listen to an artist that endorses the Illuminati or something like that, not really knowing the dangers of it. You understand what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So they, they don't have any other alternatives. You know what I'm saying? It's not like there's a, a pro-Jesus rapper out there that they could counter against the Illuminati rappers. So, you know, and, and, and the more controversial you are in uh, mainstream, the more notice you get. Like, you know, these rappers, they don't really get known unless they go to jail or, you know, do some other stupid stuff that they do. So, you know, it's just the culture. It's just the way it is, you know. And uh, we as parents, we have to make sure that we try to educate our children and pray the best we can because at the end of the day, you don't know what's really sticking. You know, you don't know if what they're listening to is what you teach them or what Jay-Z is teaching them. Wow. You you pray and do your best, you know. Wow. Well, I heard my son the other day, his... um. Uh, I don't know he, he where he gets his music from, but trust me, they're listening to bumping ground seventy stuff. And 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 again, that's what we listen to, and yeah. it worked. A lot of babies was born off of that stuff. <laughs> All right, let me put it in perspective. <laughs> Would you rather for your daughter to listen to Beyonce or Curtis Mayfield? <laughs> I'm going to say. And your daughter is seventeen. Sixteen. <laughs> you start early, unless I'm gonna tell you where I made my mistake. Yo, okay. you remember them commercials where it was like they would take the kids singing the current song, like uh, what was the one? Um, what do you mean, like Hard Knock Life or something? Yeah, something like that. But it's back. Little kids were singing like, um, what's that? That song, uh, complicated, mm. and all that. But anyway, what it would they would be a bunch of little kids. You, you know, you would think Disney kids singing these, 
current <laughs> songs, you know. And I swear it got to one point, I told them if you play it again, I'd rather them listen to rap after listening to that crazy stuff. Yeah. You talking about kids, Bob. Oh, it, whatever it's called. Because yeah. I call myself censoring, you know. I said, no, hold up. Let me introduce you to this rap artist. And, and mostly they listen to, they listen to what I listen to, 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't even really listen to nothing 90s and beyond too much. Yeah. Unless they, there's somebody who's doing something that is like throwback, you know. Yeah. But uh, they listen to what they want to listen to. But I, uh, what I listen, the only thing I have a problem with what they listen to is how can you understand it. But there's no JC playing in my house. They don't play it. They don't, you know, after my son told me, and I'm like, wow, you really... You know, and he was giving them to me. Da-da-da, da-da-da, and this one and that one. I said, okay. You took a stand, though. You know. But yeah. but, but, but that's what we're talking about. You took a stand and said, okay, now we've identified the issue, so we have to avoid it. We yeah. have to eliminate it. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about getting in the game when it comes to things that are happening to our children that we just are oblivious to. You know, how many of us, and again, a lot of us don't have teenage daughters on this or, or sons on this call, but how many of us actually look at the iPod? I haven't looked at the iPod. I don't know what kind of music they have. So I might be the first one that's guilty. I don't look to see what songs. I'm not looking through three million songs to find out what you're listening to. But then we have to have, I guess, the conversation like you had, okay, so we'll, we will identify evil. Well, let me not say evil. We'll identify the things that, I mean, or you don't identify it. You just have a broad conversation of what they should be getting from music and let them know that it's not real. I don't know. I don't have the answer to it. Yeah, well, my know. kids know that I believe all artists are idiots, and you don't look to them for their political views, their moral views, or anything. The only thing they do is do a little jig, Look like an idiot, or as far as what the trend is, and entertain you. That's it. Real life principles don't e don't even try to apply it. Yeah, because they're gonna stumble and fall. You know, the only yeah. thing you might learn from it is look, they stumble and fall, but too much access is a problem. Yeah, you know, uh, you, know you and you can't get rid of the access. The only thing you can do is limit it. Limit it. it it's so prolific. There's nothing you can do about it. It's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, because my my daughter, she can't she can't watch videos. How old is she? She's eight. Okay, all right. No, no videos. Period. I don't care what it is. Gotcha. Not even Whitney Houston. She can't watch it. She can't watch a video. So does she have her own cable box in her room? No, we, she lost that. Oh, she lost that. Many, many moons ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the question is, should she have ever had it? She did have it, you know. But that's what I'm saying. See, you know, when I when I first got my son's computer, you know, it's like okay, this is for school, da 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 da. Until my son was caught checking out porno comic strips online, and I was tempted to ask him <laughs> what website, you know. But it was the <laughs> idea that he had access to it, and he up two, three o'clock in the morning. Watching, you, you know, 
porno, and it's not like I had um, books around because I stopped even buying um, pornographic books um, for my reason. Um, You know, so that wasn't even available, and it wasn't like I had movies because I stopped and gave away my whole collection of movies. So now, where are you getting it from? Well, obviously, school. Yeah. You know, he got the website from somebody in school. Yeah. Do not let your kids use the computer unless you know for a fact 100% you can limit and monitor exactly what they get into online. Because you think a video on a rap song is bad. Yeah. The internet? Forget about it. These kids now got back doors, man. Believe me. Man, they got so they many can back hack doors. It. They can go through your password. They oh, no, no, no. Password. No, brother. No. First of all, my daughter's computer doesn't even run Windows. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's running on Ubuntu, which is a free uh, OS, which is Linux-based, and the parental controls on that is is airtight. And that's what, what you have to do, you know, yeah. because... You know, because she's like, well, I'm not used to this. I need Windows, and you ain't getting it. Yeah. You have to make this work. So let me ask this question. Back to the topic, living in oblivion. So let's just say our kids do have Internet access to do their homework, Twitter, Facebook, whatever they do. We're at work. We're busy. We don't have time to monitor it. We just are going on the fact that we've done a great job as a parent. You have a daughter or a son that gets a hold of this pornography. And they're watching people have sex on the Internet, on your computer, in your house. You don't know it. You know what I mean? You just don't know it. Not because you 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 just don't know it. Um, and let's just say these teenagers are virgins. Watching that stuff on the Internet, is that going to accelerate their need to be or their urge to be sexually active? Can the internet bill that you pay every month from your job be the root thing that promotes sexual activity in your house? It'll promote everything. From one end to the spectrum to the other. I mean, you know, 12, 11, 13. Some states, some countries, they're already having sex. And it's out and open. But here, you know, we like to say 17, 18. That's when they start. But realistically, it's younger than that. Yeah, it's 9, 10. 9, 10. Now, if you got a 9 or 10-year-old boy or girl, this this is you. We are driving in your driveway. Because you, I mean, you may not know. And they know how to hit escape when you're walking up the steps. Mm-hmm. They know how to switch gears. You know what I mean? And now you've got a, another, a bigger issue that now they're exposed. And now they're turned out. We know what pornography does to grown men. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm not preaching. I'm just saying that it just seems as though, you know, to take a bigger stand, and I may have to do it in my own home, is put some filters on here or watch it. Because I know that at 1 o'clock in the morning, if I'm flipping through the channels to see what's on, there's going to be some pornography on three or four of those channels. Mm-hmm. HBO, Cinemax, Cinemax, Cinemax. And it's not even it's not even pay 
It's not even the the triple the X raw stuff, but it's enough for them to see two people engaging in sexual activity. Well, you don't have to wait till 1 o'clock, though. It comes on at 8. You don't even have to wait until 8 o'clock because, you know, with... On with, demand. Yeah, it's on demand, you know, and it is triple X. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got to wait till midnight. You're going to catch them. On demand, you're going to catch them because they got to pay for that. So when the bill comes, you're going to be like, wait, who's ordering this? No, no, not if you got, it was free. Not if you got premium channels already, then it's all free. Mm-hmm. So you won't oh, catch yeah. it unless they don't erase it after they delete it. I yeah. got you. I got you. I got you. The premium channels now. Yeah, I got premium yeah. channels. That's why. I mean, you say premium channel, HBO, Showtime, and the movie channels. Especially Skinamax. Yeah, and I well, think yeah. that. Well, I'm going back in the old days because I don't have that crap. I don't have that because if you really look at it, how much do you really get to watch it and how much of it is that you really want to watch? Then it's now over and over again. So to me, it's like that's a waste of money. Now he just made a – I don't even know if you just realized what you just did, Mr. K-9 King, because one, some, one might say that you not having cable or – whatever, premium channels, that you are living in oblivion to what is streaming in 95% of homes, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know how many people have cable in America, but one might say that you are living in oblivion. You don't know what's coming, you know, that you can get access to, that, that everybody else around in your neighborhood is. So would that would that be fair to say? Nope, because there's a problem if I'm sitting up flipping through 500 channels. When I had satellite, I only watched a handful of channels. And my biggest gripe was, why can't I have a package with just what I want to watch? Right, a la carte. (laughs) A la carte. But no, you got to have this and this if you get this. Wait a minute, I don't want that, though. You need the golf channel. You need the golf channel. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, I'm not really a golf guy, but it was all the if it was science, history, military, CNN, need the CNN, right? Um, which I, I I took that with a spoon of salt. Mm-hmm. MSNs, you, you know, all of those, so I could hear the the craziness going on. But I'm a lot more calmer now that I watch the Antennas station or bounce or. You know, yeah. Netflix, because now I can watch, because I'm a documentary type of guy. I will sit up and watch them before I'll sit up and watch, you know, what is True Blood or, or, or all that crazy stuff. Yeah, so I'm crazy. I'm pretty much, I don't know if you say I'm setting my ways, but I'm doing fine without cable. And I That's wish good. I wish I'd taken advice from certain people earlier by not letting my children watch TV. And not giving them a key to my house because they're not paying the rent or the mortgage, you know. Wow. Um, not letting them have a cable box because they're not paying for it, you know. If you're going to watch it, that's a way to control it. And I, you know, after I caught my son on, well, my girlfriend caught my son <laughs> on the computer doing that, I went out and I got every suite and everything, the block and Black emails and black and, and and the whole time I was telling them why I was doing it. I just wasn't going in there Gestapo, saying no 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 you can't do this you can't do that da da da. I said look this is going to benefit you. 
Because one time my son did something that had my AOL shut down. He was in the in chat room that was supposed to be a kid's chat room. Yeah, pedophiles. Oh, that's a whole and, other issue there. And he described something part of his body to what was supposed to be a girl, and they shut my stuff down. Yeah, I mean my stuff went down. They sent me an email to the master email address and said, this is why we did this, because this was written in, and I went ballistic. I went ballistic. You know, and I said, after that, watch what I do. And I took everything from them. I hit every parent. If they said level zero, it was level zero. So, yeah, so, you, so, go ahead, Rodney. Go ahead. You, you, were, you were talking. I mean, going back to what you were talking about, Mr. Host, um, with social media, and um, you know, look at people that leave Facebook or leave Twitter or leave the social media, um, because, like, you know, like the brother just said, is that it gets too much, you know, yeah. and like it's it's almost like a burden lifted, you know, when you don't when you're not plugged into that stuff, whereas, before, you know, 10 years ago, none of us have a Facebook account, you know, none of us, mm-hmm. I didn't, unless I talked to you on the phone or, you know, it or saw you or something, we really, I didn't know what you did, it's like, oh, yeah, you just had another, oh, okay, you had another child, you know, but you would, right now, you can, you can walk through people's, you know, marriages, divorces, birth, death, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it's everything on there, and, Rodney, I mean, as you, 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 you know you in my Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk about it, brother. And, and you know, oh, but but to go back to the TV. Now we, I got the youngest girl. She can't watch any videos. But guess what? Me and my wife are having problems with her now. Them them stupid damn teenage shows on damn Nickelodeon and this. <laughs> and the problem is so bad. Me and her dad has basically done everything we can to ban her from watching those channels. Wow. You know what I'm saying now? Check this out. There are little cute cartoons on Nickelodeon that are fine. We don't have a problem with. So then it becomes, okay, so now I can't just put a total block on Nickelodeon. I have to, like, try to time it and figure out what's going on, you know what I'm saying, and try to (laughs) – and all this stuff. And when is she watching it? When is this show coming on? And, I mean, it's horrible the way these kids talk to parents. And my daughter just be getting wrecked. I mean, she watch these stupid teenagers on this show, and then she say some of this crazy stuff to us, or had these facial expressions like "duh," you know, she just get destroyed. I mean, just and I keep telling, her, I say, you know, you gonna lose. You yeah. know, you gonna lose. No, you, you can't. How are you trying to do what them stupid kids on that show are doing? You're not supposed to be watching it in the first place. But I guess you just don't get tired of getting your behind beat. So. <laughs> That's why we worked out. We died, and we stand healthy. So you keep being stupid. We gonna keep beating that behind. So, hey. you know, but but that's our biggest problem now: Nickelodeon and Disney Channel. Those teenage wow. shows. And any of you all that know what I'm talking about, just sit up there and listen to how these kids talk to their parents. Man, I'm about, watching it now. I'm like, are you kidding me? I told you, Nickelodeon, man. You can't even watch. Let your kid. That used to be the best thing. You should put Nickelodeon on and your kids be fine. Exactly. Like a babysitter. Like a babysitter. Channel. You can't even watch Disney Channel. 
Yeah, but, but, living but, in oblivion, but, you put it on, think it's a babysitter. Man, you got you got Chris Webb over in relationships. You kiss him on Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon, yeah, but and, you know, that's, and, and people think it's fun. That's that's where the money. I mean, the ratings, man, ratings. Mm-hmm. Ratings are at our kids' expense. Now, Kana King said something very, 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 very profound earlier in reference to not having those premium channels. But what if you have one TV in the house? Mm. Like back in the old days, they had mm-hmm. one TV. Everybody watched. They sat around, popped their popcorn, or got their little TV dinner trays and watched TV together. Mm. But if you remember, your parents controlled that. Exactly. The only time you controlled the TV was Saturday morning cartoons. That's the only control. Yeah. And you didn't control that then. Your daddy had to watch his cartoon first. <laughs> so, 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 so. Is it, is it living in oblivion when everybody's got their own TVs, everybody's in their own separate room, their own universe in the house, doing their own thing, and there's no unity in the house? It causes what? its own, own, own problem. Yeah, but you know what it is? You think I it's think, worse than that? Yeah, but you know what it is? I think that... Uh, um, we have uh, overabused the word independence. You know, okay. um, because we were raised with one TV, we were raised tight. You know, now we have to have space. Now we want to have to do things. I want to be able to watch what I want to watch. If you don't want to watch what I want to watch, then go on upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't even sit at the table and eat together. We're sitting at the couch. We take a food in the room. Well, you know, depends on whatever house it is. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no family anymore. Family is gone. Yeah, I, I think. I that, mean, you know, he, he's he's on to something there because I I know during the during the school year, you know, my kids don't watch TV Monday Monday through Thursday. Because um, number one, we don't have time. Um, sure. And it's just a distraction on you know, and we do do family dinner. We try to make a habit of everybody sitting at the table. Um, and, you know, I have to watch myself, you know, because I'm the one that's on Twitter or on Facebook or on doing something or text messaging or, you know, whatever. But, you know, for the most part, we're all sitting down, you know, having family dinner. But I think that's important. And, um, you know, my kids, I got three kids, and neither, you know, neither one of their rooms have a cable box in it and will never have a cable box in it because, I just, you know, they don't need, it, you know, and I do have about four, well, four TVs, and you know, and but I think that, you know, we it, it's worse than that now because you talk about sitting in different rooms watching different TVs. It's worse than that because technology is going to be the death of us, you know. Yeah. Whereas you can sit in the room, somebody can be on a laptop, somebody can be on a tablet, somebody can be watching the TV, and somebody can be watching us you know, on the smartphone, you know, doing something. And you're all in the same room. You know, and everybody, like you said, is in their own universe. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. somebody's, you know, talking to somebody on Twitter. Somebody's on Facebook. Somebody's, you know, watching a movie on the on the tablet. Somebody's playing a, a video game online. Somebody's watching TV, you know, watching Nickelodeon or whatever. You, will, you Can I tell you where that comes from, Rodney? Go ahead. Instant gratification. Mm. Kids have gotten accustomed to I want, 
I told my daughter today on the way home, I said, I know when you say I won't, you used to somebody doing something. You will never meet anyone in your life who could really care any less than I do about anything you want. And I said, please remember that. When you tell me you want something or any of the other ones tell me they want something, automatically stop listening. It it really does not matter to me. Now, if I give you something, it's because you deserve it and I want to do something nice for you. But you walking up to me saying, I want it? No. Mm -mm. Because... We you know we want to watch we want to watch Nickelodeon you know we want to watch a video we want to go go on Twitter see what our friends are doing we want to see what's going on on Facebook so these are all the things the kids got going on I want I want and it's and, and it's given to them mm-hmm. then you tell them no and they end up taking a gun and going to the theater and killing twelve people mm-hmm. well a lot of that is connected because I was I, I was on Skype with a friend of mine and he has a five-year-old twins, and one of them has cerebral palsy, and the other one is just off the chain. He wanted to do what he wanted to do, and he threw a freaking shit. And Ain't that I, amazing to watch that happen? I mean, and, and the only thing I said to him was, he needs to come spend a week with me. <laughs> you know, and what it is is they're not told no, everybody wins, you're not a loser, you know, and the next thing you know, it, 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 they're doing that because somebody told them no or they failed. You know, you, you can't accept failing. Everybody failed. I was fired off my first job, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. biggest letdown ever, <laughs> you know, and I found out my mother was fired off her first job, so life goes on. Well, these kids don't believe that. Well, he fired me. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that to him. And you see it on TV for a week. Yeah. And, 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 and Rodney, um, last week you had a great show. Um, But this week I'm moderating. And the fact that I'm moderating means that you cannot be in my living room. <laughs> you are in my living room and I'm going to tell you why I say that we were watching Fear Factor last night mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't watch it because I had a conference call but anyway I watched it for maybe the first 10 minutes me my wife and my daughter I'm watching it my wife's watching it my daughter's on her Cell phone. Mm-hmm. Something happened in Fear Factor, right? That was important. Um, she asked a question. My daughter looked up and she asked a question, right? But it had already happened. Mm-hmm. But she missed it because she was texting or whatever they do. Sending <laughs> pictures or whatever it is. I just you know. Say, you, in obl- you live in oblivion? Oblivious, right? I don't know what she's doing. I have no idea. I just know she's got this thing in her hand and she ain't watching it. She said, I want to watch Fear Factor. So she's come to watch Fear Factor. But as she's watching Fear Factor, she's preoccupied with this cell phone. Oh, absolutely. So she missed the part. I think it was like whatever happened to one of the couples or whatever. So then she picks up the remote and said, that's why we have TiVo and rewinds it back. 
Because she see it. Oh, oh. Too much technology, man. Too much technology. Now get out of my house. You don't even, listen, you don't even have to pay attention anymore. Wow. You can play that beat back. Wait a minute, what just happened? Rewind that back. Rewind the Rewind it back. I ain't even got to be present right now. Hold on, let me hit this button and rewind it. Now, oh, I got it. Okay, now let me go back to mine. Why don't y'all, why don't you do this? Cancel your internet. (laughs) Okay. Now, it's going to be withdrawal for the first week. Okay. Uh, Mr. Hose, mute, mute that guy. Mute that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking crazy. He's talking reckless, right? It's not an option. It's not an option. I restrained my son. I stopped. When the Sopranos last show went off, that was the end of DirecTV. My son was like, we getting cable? No. <laughs> you going to watch regular TV or don't watch or listen to music. Now... My sons, I was talking about getting files, and son, oh, you don't need cable. We just need internet. And I'm like, you're right, because really, what, do you, what, what, am, what am I going to watch? What, you know, what am I going to watch? What are you going to watch? Well, we watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Netflix? How about read a book? <laughs> Did they stop selling books? No. No, no, no. no, no. Here's, here's where the book is. You can read books online. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody the internet, just put you... on the blog. Right. Somebody just put on the blog. Cut the internet and goodbye to householdstress.com. You can't Talk cut about the internet. it. Talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm on the internet right now. What you talking about? <laughs> exactly. I'm playing PS3 online right now, getting well, it in. Well, let's just say maybe y'all need to take an eight-hour uh, uh, no, man, you uh, changed, sabbatical. You changed the Wi-Fi password to only you know it. <laughs> but then That's your wife funny. might go, why did you do that? She yeah, can't watch such and such now. Yeah. <laughs> That's when your wife becomes one of the kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest with everybody on this phone. You know, kids, when you were young, you know, your dad moved his porno. You knew where to find it. And you knew where to find it. You knew where he stashed his condoms. You know where to get. You know where to get them from. Because I'm you know sure he used mine. Hot. You know how to get real hot in the back. And my mama say, "All right, when you get home, yet we ain't had no babysitters. When you get home, you called her. She said, get your work. Don't be, don't watch no TV, or you're gonna get it. And then I fix them when we get home." She come home. I just cut the TV off right when I hear it coming up the drive. Oh, God. <laughs> and she know. I mean, that, that, so you go downstairs and watch the downstairs TV, but she ain't going to go downstairs and watch the downstairs TV. And same thing. Wow. Well, y'all not going to believe this, but my mother was a tiller to hunt. She would take the cord out the back of the TV. Wow. You know? Kids will figure out a way to get what they want. They're geniuses. But I didn't say the Internet. I just said, you know, cable itself, you, you know, the shows, the five Man, million channels. Let me ask if you a question. If you take cable away, they'll find it on the, on the web. They'll go to, to their show right online and pull it up. And now it's on the phone because, so, you know, 
everybody's scared of a quarter. They done took the, the pay phones away. You so know what? You're right. I was thinking about that. Where can you find a pay phone? You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. Unless you, unless you go hey, did they, did they go away and Good I didn't one. even get a chance to say goodbye? No. You didn't say goodbye. <laughs> Hopefully you got a picture. I got a picture I got to know where my kid is. Everybody got a picture of one. <laughs> and so now you're saying I need to know where my kid is, so you're getting an eight-year-old a sound phone. I wish I would. And it's ridiculous. I'm like, you should know where your kid is at eight. He at school. Why? And then, you know, if he was at school, you used to go to the office and, and tell the, the uh, administrator, I need to call my mama, and they just you use that phone. Yeah. So, I don't know. Tell me. What's the purpose of a, a kid having a, school, a phone in school? Is it worth to have an eight-year-old son or eight-year-old daughter? See, I've only had eight-year-old sons, so I don't know what an eight-year-old daughter's like. Eight-year-old uh, daughters are pretty eight. cool. Eight-year-old daughters are pretty cool. They're pretty cool, man. I mean, they think you're amazing. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they still love you. They still want you around. Uh, they, they'll, watch, they'll get uh, amazed that you're changing the oil or doing anything. Yeah. Now, 13-year-old daughters, that right there is a problem. I want you to stay right there. I want you to stay where you at right there. The reason why I say that is because I got this question that I got to ask, and it, 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 it might hurt some of y'all because it's hurting me just thinking about it. But this is strictly for the men. If you found out that your 13-year-old daughter was no longer a virgin, but your wife knew and didn't tell you, how would you react? There's no cursing on this show. They can't give you an answer. Hey, look, look, I'm just saying because it hurts me to ask that question. It hurts me just to ask that question. Because, because well, I'm going to try to put this in perspective right now. It's happening right now. you right now. now. If, if I found out, be a I honestly, I honestly I, you know, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I do not. Is the issue with, with the wife or the kid at this point? Huh? I I know her daddy going to jail. That's that's already a wrap. My wife for not telling. For not telling. Mm. Wow. That's because big... because she and her her rationale would probably be because she no longer because she was in fear of raising the family by herself because you'd be in jail somewhere. I told for killing we... everybody in the house. We've already had that talk, and she know damn well she better tell me. <laughs> you know damn that. Got me hot right now. <laughs> you 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 that you you don't tell nobody that one. Okay, I'm trying to tell you. Oh I, I, man, I wish the hell she would. <laughs> you but, can't but, help but curse. Good lord. But but listen, but 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 now you see, we all see how difficult it could be. For them to come to us with that bit of information. No, it ain't difficult. It's difficult if you don't. The double edge. <laughs> it's difficult if you don't. It's gonna you be like different if, you, if she did. Hmm. You like different if she did. What you mean like different? different? If she told you. Well, oh, would it, I still it, be it, mad if she, if she did? did. Because I think if she listened to this call right now and said, this is exactly why I wouldn't come and bring it to you. Well, <laughs> <I've always> <laughs> <been>. <laughs> right, right, right. 
why you exactly. got to explain to them, like, listen, first of all, I'm human. Okay, so yeah. I don't have the superhuman resolve that it would take to just absorb some information like that and think rationally. I'm going to be human and be irrational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but eventually I will get back to the point, okay, you did tell me. But first I got to know where I can find the boy. Mm-hmm. And if I don't find out who the boy, I'm just going to pick a damn boy. <laughs> <laughs> About the only message I can give you on sex, whoever he is, make sure you say goodbye. Well, in my position, the only thing I can say is look, look at him and smile, say my son. <laughs> so I guess I'm 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 the bad guy. Yeah. Because I I have the uh, you have the enemy. Right. You're breeding the enemy is what you're you doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I treat my friends with daughters. I said, oh, you're hunted now. No longer the hunter, you're the hunted. But the truth is, the truth to that question is that that's probably how it's going to happen. Let me tell you, like that's, that's, that's probably no, but that's probably how that's you probably we will probably be the last to know because they probably will take that information to the mother first. She'll find a way to pry it out. They'll be like, "Daddy's going to kill me," but I got a confession to make. I mean, even if they come home with an STD. Oh, my God. Oh, man, this guy. Oh. This guy. Ten year old with an STD. Are you they come home come with on, an man. STD. Are you freaking serious? And it could be just a urinary tract infection from having oh. unprotected sex. They're going to go to the mother. She's going to try to fix it, clean it up. And then no, while my she's deliberating how she's going to bring it to you. Stupid. Uh, no. Come on, Mr. Hope. Come She's on, deliberating man. how she going to bring it to you. You are now the last to know. Oh, wow. Oh, that's too deep. It's too deep. It's too deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. And them damn near grounds for, grounds for divorce, man. <laughs> I apologize. But, 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 but listen, how is it grounds for divorce if the kid feels more comfortable talking to the mother first? You feel comfortable? See, if the soon as the mother find out, she better open up her mouth. So what's the window? What the I don't care about the no mom, window. As soon so you as something like right that happens, I need to be on the same page, on the same sheet of music. I don't need to be sitting there looking stupid. Something like this is going on. You need to continue to live live in oblivion for a couple of more days. No, I need to. Yeah, find yeah. It. Uh, yeah it sounds like oblivion, uh, oblivion would be a safe place for a couple of days. No, I need to find the boy. That's all. <laughs> Whether I find him in two days or the day it, the day it goes down, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, but you're right. That's the reason why we are left out because we have one goal and one goal all, and that's the now, now, you keep saying that's the reason why we left out. Are you telling me right now <laughs> that because of that, there may be something that I need to know? <laughs> Right now, right now, and everybody's about to have a bad day in this house. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Stop, stop, stop! Right now, because on on the real, that's that's a profound statement, right, right there. And I don't even think you realize. But I mean, on the real, there's something 
that we are all oblivious to right now right in now. our household. Right now. And maybe it's not your 13-year-old has lost her. Well, me and my wife talked about while I was cooking today. I said, you know, you'll never know all the secrets of a woman. She said, that's right. That's some things I'm going to take to the grave. And I said, I don't want to know. And she, I said, there's some things you'll never know about me that I'll never tell you. She said, I don't want to know. I can, we can deal with it. We can dig that. Mm-hmm. But the when it comes to your kids, that goes out the window. Oh, man, that, that ain't yeah. even on the yeah. same level. Yeah, 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 yeah. And And, and, and again, we cannot... We cannot push that STD piece aside because sometimes that's how the mother finds out. Real talk. Because something's going on wrong down there, and they don't know what it is, and they be like, yeah, I don't know, maybe I haven't been drinking enough water, whatever <laughs> excuse they've given you, and then you, you, you find out that there is something because they were sexually active. Well, I tell you what, if my sexually active, all of Maryland going to find out. There ain't, ain't nobody in Maryland and D.C. going to be in oblivious about it. No. Well, trust that's me. We talked about. Trust me, you're going to be in oblivious because she's not going to say because she wants to keep you around. Yeah. And, and again, I put the disclaimer out. I apologize for bringing it up, but <laughs> it's got to be discussed. We men, we got to know. Who knows? I don't know. I got a 16-year-old. Guess what? I think she's a virgin. I think she is. No, you said 13. Man, mine is 13. No, 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 because you had said 13. <laughs> yeah. You said 13. That was 13. But I got a 16, and I believe that she now, is. Now, 16, that's a, different, that's a different number. What do you mean? That's a different number. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm saying we got to say. What I mean is closer well, and y'all know, brothers, well, y'all know. Well, really, this day, was in this high day and age, a this. 16-year-old girl can go and get and have it taken care of, and nobody knows. Wow. You know, 13, yes, but 16, she's not going unless, to. Unless it goes bad. It would have to go really bad. Really unless bad. it goes bad, then there's a problem. Then you'll find out because it's an emergency room type situation. And why are you calling me from the a hospital? Look here, man. Thirteen, she better not. Sixteen, you pray she not. Yeah. Look, look, come on, guys. We've been around. Can't you look at your kids and tell? No. How can you in this day and age? No. Because we all knew girls. You couldn't even look at and tell. <laughs> <laughs> but, they get, but they get down when you get done the lights off, you know. You know them preachers' daughters and them them congressmen's daughters and oh, all the yeah. porn. They were the biggest sneaking the little alcohol in the classroom. You know they got it on. And then you know I'm public. They look at they give you that look like yeah. You know it's like you know what we did. You know it's like wow. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> wow, because it's cool now. Now it's cool. Now it's cool. Okay. All right. Let's check up. All right. Now that I got the blood pressure up, I'm going to keep it up for five more minutes. Man, you need to get off these daughters, though. (laughs) I'm going to keep it up for five more minutes, and then we're going to change the subject. Okay. But you don't want to change it to what I'm thinking anyway. But five more minutes, I'm going to keep it up. What if you find out that you're the last to know that your child has experimented with the same sex. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, that ain't no problem to me because my oldest son is gay, so I'm straight. But there was a point in time that you didn't know. Well, I suspected. I suspected. 
There was nothing. I mean, there was nothing we could do. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, I, now that one, I don't wish on nobody. That hurts. That Especially hurts. when your boy tells you. When your boy tells you, oh. And then, you know, it's like, okay, you want to have the usual response, like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. then he hits you with the other stuff where, you know, people say because I'm gay, I'm not going to heaven. So it's like, okay, so now. Oh, my God. Got to take my whole. Gosh. I don't even know how to relate to what you first told me to now to this and be a parent and try to, you know, deal with that. Because there's As, no advice. What advice? I mean, I, I don't know. What, what what do you say? Okay. First of all, with my son, uh, right now he's 19. So he's going through uh, what we believe is a phase. So we've got him going through the motions of praying. Uh we talked to him about God and we don't we don't really talk about the homosexuality because he's not really comfortable talking to us about it. Sure. So what I talked to him about is being a man. Gotcha. So I don't I don't I can't focus on okay you say you're gay, you may be gay. I don't think you're gay because I just think you're stupid. I can't f- really focus on that. I still have to teach him how to shake a hand, firm handshake, look someone in the eye, uh, pump gas when you're with your mom, open the door for one. I'm still teaching him all of that stuff. But at the same time, I have to let him know that there are people out there that will kill you, that will beat you, do crazy stuff to you, if they found out about your sexual orientation. Sure. So I make sure my son is respectable always. He doesn't wear his pants hanging around his behind. He doesn't look like a Fruit Loop uh, flaming dude trying to get, you know, he looks like a normal, well-mannered, well-groomed kid. Sure. So that's that's the best I can do. That's hey, I can work. I wouldn't know what to do. And now, oh, you don't know. When it first hit, you don't, you don't know. know. Yeah, and now it's more rampant with girls. Girls kissing girls like it's nothing. Uh, girls well, get turned out like it's nothing. For the brother from Maryland, he Baltimore City is is got the highest rate of lesbianism. Um, the high school my sons went to. It, it was more lesbian, you would say, up there than guys who were gay, you know. And yeah. And what you said is partially true, but it's not people of their age group. It's people of our age group sure. that wants to hurt them, that wants yeah. to do something to them. Yeah, but once they're turned out, it's a wrap because then it keeps going. Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's I, a um, lot. That's I, a lot. The only so brother, thing I but brother, 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 were you? I mean, when he told you that, were you oblivious to that? I mean, did that surprise you, or you were like, kind of like, okay? It was a it was a mixture. You talking about me and my son, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a mixture of all of that. Cause first of all, he's stupid because he's a teenager, in my opinion. So I don't even think he really knows himself. Sure. Second of all. It's uh, it just it you 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 see it and you suspect it, but then when he finally comes out and he tells you, you don't want to accept it. Nope. 
even though you suspected it all along, to hear him say it, you don't want to accept it. Wow. Well, let me and then you have to pray, and you have to accept it. You have to, well, when you look at him, and then when he has that rare moment of being a vulnerable kid, teenagers will show you those eyes like, you know, I really don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? When they got that look like, especially after they done messed something up, you know, when they looking at you like, I need help. Yeah. Then you got to go on and put on your, put on your big draws and be the parent. Yeah. You can't be the bystander sitting there holding your mouth like, I can't believe this just happened. But let me ask you this, brother, is, the, and that's not your biological son, correct? No, but his dad is in prison. So do you think that that, you know, this, this coming out was a result of his father and, and being in prison and, and all of that? Do you think that went into his what his lifestyle is, has become today or what he's thinking that his lifestyle is to be? Uh, I want to say yes because then that gives me more hope of saying that him being around me and seeing how I treat his mother influences him. Um, I haven't had a deep talk with him about his homosexuality, but just by the way he carries himself, and you've seen my son. You know, unless I, unless he told you, you would never know. Yeah, he's a respectable guy. Yeah, he he really is. Yeah. And so that's just what I go by, by the out product that I see him display. Yeah. That's all I can do. That's the only indicator a teenager really gave you. So, so let me ask a question in a situation, and I'm not asking you what you said, but in a situation like that, do you tell your teenager – I still love you no matter what decision you make. Yes. And I let him know that I am human. And there are just some things in some situations I am going to be extremely uncomfortable with. Yes. And if he has any love for me, he won't put me in those situations, and he understands that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, now, is, so. is that is that some sort of seal? Is that giving them... Your blessing when you say that statement, I will love you no matter what decision you make. Because obviously you will love them no matter yeah, you what decision they I mean, uh, But I mean, do you tell them? change how you feel about them. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, but as far as a blessing, no, yeah. there's really no blessing to give on it. Yeah, let me add some texture to what Tony's trying to get at. And okay, you know, go me ahead. And my, me and my wife talk about this all the time, and we have three children. Um, but... If he would have, you know, he say he's, you know, continue on this path, and you know, he just has a, you know, he's twenty five, thirty, or whatever, and they, you know, him and his um, lover, they have a commitment ceremony. Oh, it's one of those uncomfortable situations. Yeah, because I mean, are you going to go? Because as as, as T Hawk just said, as the host just said, you know, if you go, you know, you're going to be, you know, because they do. I don't know if they say that at the. That, that those type of ceremonies, whoever, you know, you please forever hold your peace or whatever, that kind of thing. But are you going to go? Because I ask that because me and my wife talk about this all the time. And I'm not going to anybody's commitment ceremony. Mm-hmm. Period. And that mm-hmm. includes my children. 
So if they grow up and they, you know, become, you know, if they're lesbian. Are you saying you know exactly what you're going to do 20 years from now? I don't, <laughs> but I, I, I know that we have some friends. That's how I feel now. And I that's know how you feel now. That's me how I feel now. Today. And I know if I get an invitation for this Saturday to, you know, one of my friends who's having a commitment, I'm not going, yeah. period. I'm not, I'm not going because I can't be, I can't, I can't, I, I can't co-sign that, and my presence indirectly co-signs that. But I I'll do know what I'm gonna do today, but I don't know. Like you said, I don't have a 19 year old. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, you know I, I have a nine year old and a five year old and a six week yeah. old. Yeah. But so me, me now, I wouldn't go. Gotcha. Now because you know I have a strong, firm belief and what I believe a marriage should be and what a marriage is. Right. But for me to say that I don't know when, let's say 10 years from now or yeah. five years from now, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who, who who knows what series of events God will put in front of me that may change my perspective on something yeah. as far as supporting my son mm-hmm. and not changing my views. But to, could I put supporting my son over my convictions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's real talk. That's real talk. And, and I do that's that. That's real talk. That's real mm-hmm. talk. And you're, you're in Maryland, right? Yeah. How do you feel about the um, same-sex marriage bill coming up? I don't support it. Have I, I mean, have you discussed? Because, you know, I, I find a lot that really they treat that like it's just, you, you, you know, I hate to say it like this, but like just, Putting on a new pair of sneakers. Yeah. You know, one day it's white sneakers, one day it's black. Because, you know, my son came to me and one girl, she's going straight and going back. You, you know, and it's like, and I, I, me, myself, having two sons, I talked to him, I asked him, and I told him, whatever you choose, it's on, you, you know, I'm not going to not love you, but I think. Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving dinner, I would have a problem. There's another one of those awkward situations. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be, uh, because they have gay friends that come here and I love them to death, yeah. you know, but I'm not going to, like, hide my view that I'm against same-sex marriage for my reasons. Sure. You know, I'm not homophobic, you know, Um but my son, you know, I said, well, if you choose whoever you choose, I'm going to love you, but... I don't know if I'm going to know who you choose, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to say thank God my son's on because I'm not going to make it sound like it's, you know, some kind of plague. Sure. Yeah. You know, but it is a shock because you raise your sons to be sons, you raise your daughters to be daughters, and and the way they they are to be was already chosen. And I got that million-dollar question. If I had been in this life earlier... Or if he was my son, would this have happened? And that's that, that's the money quote right there. And just the time. The money question. What, yeah, to what K Nine King just said is that he was saying you raise your sons and you raise your daughters. Now we would be oblivious to the fact that just like these girls going back and forth between you know girls and boys, men and women, you know, and, and just like you said, your son, you know, you you know, is is biological father is in prison. 
you know, all of this, we'd be oblivious to all to all of this not being the result of fathers not being there, raising their sons, raising their daughters. Period. Period. Right. But 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 Rodney now, but listen, listen, and that's great, but it's got to be more, I think, than just doing that. Because we're all doing that, but there's still things that are slipping through the cracks in our own household. Sure. The TV, mm-hmm. the music, the sure. fact that if our kids are no longer virgins, we'd be the last to know. You know what I'm saying? Things that if a kid turned out that they do have feelings for someone of the same sex, we would probably be the last to know. You see what I'm saying? So I think oh it's boy. a deeper, it's a deeper uh, 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 um, um, relationship that we have to have with these kids where the conversation has to be so open that they can come to us first with anything. I mean, I mean, who who would be better? Honest, real talk. Who would be better in the situation dealing with the fact that your 13-year-old daughter is no longer a virgin? Who would be better with that information, the husband or the wife? Who would be that? I don't know about that one. <laughs> you think it might be equal? That's a loaded question. That is a loaded question. It's loaded. It's loaded, but 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 it's also loaded. But it's also loaded to know the fact that nine times out of ten, the wife is going to be the one that's privy to that information, and not us, because of the way that we, that way that we will react. And, and not only that, but me and my wife, we agreed that. We need to have the good cop and bad cop. Naturally, I'm a bad cop. Oh, it comes to my 13-year-old and my 8-year-old. I'm a bad cop, naturally. So I like for my wife to be the one that's got her trust. Go like ahead. But my wife also knows there is some information that she better tell me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, a pregnant 13-year-old, that's not something you hide. Yeah. Well, not even if you guys are pregnant, they could just be no longer a virgin. Oh, yeah, no longer a 13-year-old who's lost her virginity, yeah. I, I like to throw a boomerang in there now. Um, you also got to understand, she allows it. And again? If, if, she, if she allowed it, if that's what she wanted to do, how much of the blame do you put on her? See... You know, my my thing is this. It's like, look, you raise them right, they're going to go out there and do what they're going to do. Now, the only time you will probably hear about it is if, yes, pregnancy or something we need to go and see a doctor about. But if it's just she lost her virginity, the only way you will find out is she'll be on birth control. Good word. Good. Now there was somebody else that was trying to get in, but I don't think I don't think they got in. Did somebody else have a comment? Yeah. What What about the boy? Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to bring the boy in too. Yeah. So when you say the boy in reference to you having this, okay, I got you. So the boy that is sexually active with the thirteen year old. Right. You have to bring he, the boy in too. And so and that's that dynamic. That that's they always the keep fear. It, they always keep it they always keep it one sided, just bring the girl in, but they don't bring in the boy too because it seems like the boy is off the hook with it. Yeah, but you know, there's a dynamic to that. 
Yeah. yeah. Know, they have parents, right? You just can't pick a 13-year-old boy or, or whatever and start having those conversations because of the way society is so offended by things today and so sensitive to things, you will end up in jail just for having the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you better have that in a public place because yeah, it, yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to be some contact if the wrong word is said. Yeah. And you know what? The biggest problem is nine times out of ten, he's not 13. Ooh, don't, don't, don't. Come on, man. Come on, man. Stop it. Come on, man. Stop it. I mean, that's that, that, that's the fact, you know. So, oh, man. Go if he's 16, 17, then maybe he might have to feel some wrath. Okay. But just, but just suppose he's like... Oh, 20. Oh, he's a yeah. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm I'm right. 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 What you know, have their gun, you'll be there carry their gun with them and like wanna blow the boy up yeah, blow the yeah. boy head off. So or you you know, you could because you have you head 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 off. Off. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we're getting a we're getting a little too <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we, we yeah. we're getting to I'm just printing that there. No, you know, I know. you're right. No, you're right. You are hundred percent correct because that is that can happen because these boys I mean, and if you got sons, please forgive me, but you know, they're predators. We were all were predators, and some of them are predators with no regard of the age. And if it's your daughter, there's not going to be a whole lot of rationale. I want to be the last to know if that's my child that's 13 and is having sex with a 20. I want to be the last to know only because my days are numbered. Well, because because I was raising my sons by myself, I had to be super proactive. You know, yeah. I had to break it down to them, look. You want to buy diapers, you want to hear this, you want to deal with this, you want to possibly go to jail because of child support, then you going out there and you do that. You know, if, yeah. if, if you want to control your life, then this is how you control your life. But if you go out there and do that, you ha- you, you don't control your life anymore. Wow. So, T.R., I've been going back to, say, a conversation, I think, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. on um, – your sons, in particular, your sons crying. Is that okay? How do you deal yeah. with that? And I think that kind of ties into here in terms of why uh, our children, and I'm say son and daughter, maybe don't feel as free to share things with us. And that might be okay. Like you were just saying, you want to be the last one. So that might be okay. Um, you know, but there might be some who want to have that conversation and want you to want that kid to come come to me about anything. Let's let's discuss this thing. Yes. But they have to also know that they can do that. Yes. Yes. That they're and not gonna get kicked in the butt or you know, that there actually is gonna be a legitimate conversation that actually takes place. Yes. Perfect and point. Perfect point. So that might end up in prison with that information she tells you, but <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, you might. You might. But 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 basically what you're saying is that the reason why we may essentially be the last to know is because we may not be that approachable yes. with that uh-huh. information. Mm-mm. Yes. 
And Mr. Host, can I drop a monkey wrench? Please do. Uh oh. Sleep, you know me. Um, but I want to switch gears. Uh, just well, okay. Let me let me bring in one point, then Rodney. Go ahead, go ahead, Rodney. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, because keep in mind that that son or that daughter, you know, son maybe less, but could still be in the same situation. That son or that daughter could be feeling absolutely like they want to die because of what they've done. Mm-hmm. Especially that daughter. You know, she feels, you know how it is. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, a little different for guys, obviously. But uh, everything looks, grass always looks greener on the other side. And, you know, you want to do this, you want to do that, and you try something, and then you're like, hey, you know, I'm kind of, I'm sorry, I actually did this. Like I said, in terms of giving up your virginity, probably women, girls more so than the boys. But nonetheless, she feels like crap. And the last thing she's going to want at this point, the, the, maybe the one thing that keeps her from maybe becoming suicidal herself, because uh, forget the bullying at school or anything like that, if, she, if she's getting a bull rush at home, you know, that, that might just, you know, that could easily push her over the edge or cause her to run away or anything. So, you know, she's feeling like crap already. Wow. And then, you know, I know we're not taking a taking that in consideration because what's wrong with the emotion, but, uh, you know, that that could be something that, you know, maybe we had to stop on track, take a deep breath or whatever, we're going to go downstairs and hit a punching bag and that's what we have downstairs and punch a hole in the wall or whatever you got to do. Maybe the approach of just slandering and call it, maybe calling a name or, 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 or just shoving things down the road and just saying, you know, you're, 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 you're stupid, that was dumb, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's not the best approach. That's all I'm saying. And Rodney, and, and Rodney, thank you for saying that. And that's the reason why I asked the question earlier. Who would be better f- with that information, the father or the mother? And the reason why I asked that because at the end of the day, the father has to still clean it up. Yeah. Just like you said, we still have to pick up the pieces and fix our child. And we it have to, it's, it's our responsibility exactly. to clean it up. Because you are mm-hmm. the man in her life. You're the first. Exactly. So if you turn on her, then what does she expect? Oh, talk about the it. other man. Wow. Exactly. Talk That's about crazy. it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Exactly. Right. You're still setting the standard. Even at 13, even though she lost her virginity, you're still, at 28, you're still going to be setting a standard for her to some degree or another, especially if you haven't been married. But if she also understands that my daddy is homicidal, then that might make her make other choices too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true. We all got that part. We all got that in us. None of us. She she comes into that relationship, into that marriage. You know, let's just say, i.e., our wives comes into that relationship because her father kind of maybe when she lost her virginity or or you know he found out something that he just kind of went off and stuff like that. Maybe she clams up for that particular reason in your relationship, and you know we couldn't figure out, you know, why she can't share certain, or why she was she won't share certain things with us, and we get upset. How come you didn't tell me that? Uh, like I think someone was saying, how come you didn't tell me that? Uh, how you come you was keeping that from me that our daughter was uh, sexually active, that she lost her virginity? Well, you know, maybe she kind of has a, a knee-jerk reaction to, you know, what took place in her life, and maybe also knowing you, obviously. But yeah. um, And she says, no, you know, I'm not going to go do it, one, because I have flashbacks to my own dad, and then I'm not going to put her through it for two. 
so you 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 might be not. I mean, when you say last person, I mean, I mean, the people at the beauty shop already know. <laughs> That's right. You you really the last person. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, girl, how you gonna tell your husband? The doctor already knows. The family physician already knows. You don't even know. Wow. <laughs> Right now, I'm not feeling this conversation. I want to help you, brother. I want to switch gears. I want to switch gears. I want to switch gears. It's late. You know, before you do that, my wife made the mistake of telling me that some little boy at the mall who works at the mall. This is this is this is the messed up thing she said, and she didn't know I'd latch on to it. She said one of the little funky boys that work at the mall was looking at you know our daughter. I said, really? Well, I'm ordered to work in the mall. You got to be at least 16. That's right. And I said, well, she's 13. And, I, you know, I'm playing it off. I'm like, so which store? And she already realized. She said, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you already adding it up. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I said, no, I'm cool. I said, just tell me. You know, I'm trying to play it off. Just tell me which store. You know, I'm trying to, you know, put a little reflection in my voice, you know, get high pitch. She said, no, uh, I know how you are. Yeah, she's not oblivious uh, to how you are. Five minutes later, I'm at the mall, <laughs> walking around every store, <laughs> looking for a 16-year-old. Yeah. You should have took your daughter with him and said, you know, you're looking at her. Is it, what you, you, what do you think about her? What do you think? What do you think? I left <laughs> my wallet and my daughter at home. I was in such a hurry to get to the mall. Wow. I thought you were going to say some little boy was trying to holler at your wife. <laughs> That's a compliment. And God just looking yeah. out for me. Thankfully, I didn't run into any boys that look 16 years old working at the. <laughs> well, let me switch gears. Let me switch gears really quickly. Let me, you know, you know pull a U turn in the middle of the, the interstate here. But, um,. Living in oblivion, the topic tonight, I'm just sitting here pondering this, and um, I want to talk about what happened to me. Um, Now, me and my wife, we celebrated 13 years this month, uh, thanks be to God. Um, But but several times over the course of our marriage, she hit me with the, I'm not happy. And I was oblivious. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, we got the house, we got the kids, we got the career, you know, everything is in order. And y'all know me, everything is, you know, in order. So it ain't no, you know, everything is in order. She should be happy. But she wasn't. And I was oblivious. So the, I mean, the question I had, you know, and I don't know if Mr. Hobbs has this in his notes or whatever. I do, I do. <laughs> I do. How did I know that? How did I know? And, but, and I could ask the question for you. Go How ahead. about that? Go ahead. Help me. Help me. I'm going to ask a question for you. Hold on. I'm going to answer, man. I knew we had it. I do have it. I do have it. Hold He's on flipping through his notes now. I, I'm looking through my notes. I do have it. He's still flipping through his notes. Where is the question? Are you? Can you be oblivious to your current... Roommate situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's better than the question I would ask. <laughs> <laughs> roommate situation. How oblivious. In, in marriage, you have married people, and then you have married people that are become roommates. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't know that we're roommates. We still think that we're still a married couple. But one person, yep. one party says, yeah, we're kind of roommates. Define it for me. Well, roommates are people that just come and go. They're cordial. They meet up at the at the kitchen table to get they, the bills straight. They, yeah, yep, they do that. <laughs> they they don't really go out. They don't really do a lot of things together. This the sex is very um, uh, it's a formality if it even happens. Roommate situation. Now I'm not saying yours is to that extreme, Rodney. But again, that was the question that I had. But I'm gonna let you go ahead and take it from there. Yeah, because I mean. I mean, I, to me, fella, I, I I thought that I was like, how could you not be happy? I mean, what are you talking about? You know, everything. You know, you you know, I'm, I'm a provider. I'm you know, with safety, secure. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm faithful. You know, I've got integrity. What what is your problem, young lady? You know, <laughs> how could you not be happy? I I can line them up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really, you're not happy? Come on, come on. <laughs> But you know, I was I was oblivious. I was living in oblivion because you know I I thought that I had it all together when it came to my marriage, but I didn't. Obviously, if my wife comes to me and says I am not happy, I was happy. Mm-hmm. I was cool, but I didn't. I wasn't. I, I wasn't reaching her in that way, you know. And you know that's the last resort too for her to for her to come and say it. I mean, she tried to show it in a lot of different ways prior to that. I was oblivious yeah. to. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. No. Sure. Yeah. Right. How do we get that way though? How do we get that way? Because we get that way. Mm-hmm. In sure. fact, how, how? But how did you? How how do you think you got that way, Rodney? To a point where you didn't know. You just didn't know. And well, what you did know just wasn't factual. Yeah, I mean, it was easy because, I mean, for us, I mean, we, we look at it from the male point of view. It's like, you know, again, you're provided for. Everything is fine, you know, on that front. You don't have to worry about anything. You want to go to the mall or you want to go hang out with your girlfriend. It's like, do what you want to do, you know, where we and, and we think that that's all they need. You know that they don't need the um, the flowers or the, or the compliments or the 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 little love notes or whatever. You know the stuff that we used to do. You know we're just like you know what everything is fine. You know the bills are paid for. You know we we got our 401k and everything is the we're climbing the career ladder. It's like you know, but we don't think about the the fact that they're still emotional creatures that they still need the. And we talked about it, you know, last week, you know, going inside the mind of a woman with, you know, how they need to still feel that unique desirability. Um, and I think, you know, for us, you know, on the flip side, we think, well, again, when she hit me with it, I was like, what are you talking about? Why? How could you not be happy? Because so many women would love to have what you have. Mm. So, so what are you talking about? You so, thought I mean, that. I was, you thought that. You didn't actually say that. You thought that. I thought that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what I was thinking. And y'all know y'all, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. 
y'all hear the stories of your female co-workers talking about their husbands or your 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 your, your relatives talking about their raggedy husbands. You know, we're not raggedy. So it's like, what are you talking about, miss? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? And well, the what fact did she of the say? Is, huh? What did she say? I mean, did she, she even know? And, and again, the fact of the matter is that, again, I was concentrating on all those extra extraneous things mm-hmm. that really mean nothing to her. Yes, she likes the security. Yes, she likes that, you know, she can do this or that. All, But that's not what got her go. I was not, it, there was no intimacy. That was the problem. There was no intimacy. Yes, the bills are paid, but there's no intimacy in, you know, oh, well, great. You know, all the bills are paid. It's like, what is, you know, it's great, but that's not what, that, that's not what she, what, what, what she was particularly looking for. That's, that's secondary almost, in a sense. Because I thought that it should, it, it, you would be happy emotionally if all these other things were were in order. So if she got into the marriage initially to make sure that all the bills would pay be paid, what would you call her? Not just your wife, any woman. I mean, she'd just be a roommate. I mean, a gold digger. Yeah, and that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, you're you know what I mean. So, so when we get into a situation, and it's it's it, it's, and again, I'm hearing you, but I'm also thinking about the the woman that comes into the situation because she wants the security, she mm-hmm. wants the house, she wants the car, she wants the bills paid. That's her aim. But there's a name for her. Mm-hmm. But your wife could care less because she already knows who she married. You're gonna take care of that anyway. So there was the other piece to the pie. Mm-hmm. That she really wanted, and I think that's the same with all our wives. They really want that other piece, and I think yeah. that we, as head of households, figure, well, we got to do this. We got to get this one piece, but it consumes so much of us. Yes, yes. Yeah, can I jump in here real quick? On please this? do. Please go do. ahead. Go ahead, brother. Mm-hmm. Well, me and my wife, we had a very intriguing conversation last night talking about living in oblivious, oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she said, "You know what? I would like for you to be more affectionate. I would like for you to be passionate." I would like for you to just grab me and just just take over. And I'm looking at her like she's crazy. <laughs> because this is the same woman, the same woman who was telling me, hold on, don't do that. Uh-uh, I'm not, wait a minute. You know, right. all, you know, like I, like I'm taking her, you know, like it's too much for her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at her like, okay, so what I was doing was too much. And now you want me to kind of get, like, in between. And she was like, well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, don't you just want to just do that? And I said, okay. I said, well, this is what I want you to do. I said, I just want you to just, as soon as you see me, you just get turned on. You know, you're not talking to me about the kids or bills or the job. <laughs> you to just, you know, just lose it. And, uh, yeah, so we just met in the middle. And, and you know what? The reality is that you will feel that way if you didn't get rejected the times where you do act like that way, where you do just walk home, you had a rough day or whatever, you're like, girl, you're looking good at that stove right now. Where the kids at? Let me get a little nookie real quick. You know what I mean? When she's like, no, no, it's 6 o'clock, you know, we got to wait. The kids are still up. We still got homework to do. So it's like we have to dial that back. Exactly. You know, and, we, and we dial it back so much 
that we don't, it's like we forget about it. You know, we it's like, yeah. We yeah, we in oblivion. And, and here's, here's, let me break this down real quick after 11 o'clock. I know we're in the 11 o'clock hour. But let me break this down really quick for you. Sometimes they want us to treat her, treat her like a princess. Sometimes they want want us to F her like a porn star. Yeah. Yeah, that's all the time. Yeah. No, that that's ain't all, all the time. time. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying, no. I'm just saying. Is it is it any time when you can come weak to bed? Is it ever acceptable? Well, when she just wants you to go on and do what you got to do. Yeah, but that's, okay, but she don't want that. She's 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 giving she's taking one for the team. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they take one for the team, then they expect it's an in and out. But when you getting it in, they want that porn star treatment, I think. No, not all the time, brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, well maybe you're right. That's not what all. he just said. He just said that his wife was like, I want you to be more passionate. I want you to just grab me and just get turned on. You know what I mean? That, that's some different kind of stuff. Right. You know, that's not your regular, you know, Wednesday night joint. You know what I mean? She wanted something different. So it's not the, it's, you know, well, are the, you know, are the kids in bed asleep yet? You know, that kind of, I got, you know, I got a project to do it tomorrow at work. Come on, get it on. It's, that's a different thing when she says, I just want you to just grab me and kiss me and passionate. That's some different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think maybe she's talking about grab me, kiss me, passionate, even if you don't have sex? You just be passionate anyway? Yeah. Do we sometimes. get confused with sometimes where we start that path and it always leads to sex? That's yeah. another time when it doesn't. That's a good point. Mis- a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what causes some problems in some marriage. That causes problems. We misunderstand now. Yeah. yeah, we got to switch. Some of us yeah. have a we've been we've been programmed. Sure. As a program, like certain things she may come out wearing out of the bathroom. There's a switch that comes on. Certain things that she wears coming out of the bathroom, there's a switch that makes everything stay off. Sure. And the bottom line, like you say, Mr. O, it's a switch. It's not a dimmer. You know, with dimmer, you can <laughs> slide it up, you get a little bit brighter, you get a little bit dimmer. No, it's on or off. It's on or off for us. Y'all know, y'all know I've been telling y'all about working out. I've been working out and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And since I've been working out, you know, I've been, you know, Mr., you know, going and knocking out the park. And so when... Me doing that, and she telling me she wants more of this passion and everything. When nine times out of ten, she the one that's, you know, she can't even, you know, it's it's too much for us. Like, well, are you saying you're ready to play now? Are you ready for full contact? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. That's why I'm looking at her like she's crazy. I'm like, what, what the hell are you talking about? You want me to be more? You the same person that's telling me it's old, too much. Yeah, but I think that what what he just said. Well, I think what the host just said is that maybe it's not the the knocking it out the park. Maybe it's just you just do some passionate making out or just hugging and holding, and then you no, that's not what she told me. <laughs> no, because that's foreplay. Gotcha. And we have, a, and we, me and my wife communicate. So I have a clear understanding of what foreplay is. She wasn't talking about foreplay. She was talking about closing the deal. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Now look, you. <laughs> now y'all know we good now, cause you know we talk. So right. I know you're good. I know. And you're every good. time we talk, now we talk all the time, so we always take the questionnaire like, okay, what do I need to work on? What do I need to do? So, 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 what is it called when it's when it when 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 it's not foreplay? What is it called? Well, when it's not foreplay is 
kind of like what me and other brothers talking about on the last call, where you do it without the intention of having sex, where you get her to that point with the foreplay to where she just got to have you, and then it just does happen when you approach it without the intent of getting it. That's when it's not foreplay because it ended with something happening. Gotcha. So, so the the I'm thinking that the disconnect be could be in a lot of situations where for us it's foreplay leading to sex or right. sex minus the foreplay. That may be the struggle, but the struggle may actually be like Rodney was saying earlier. It may not even be about foreplay or sex. It may just be about intimacy with no sense of purpose. Right. And, Other and than Rodney just can, being intimate with your wife. And, and as Rodney can tell you, there there is, okay, all right, let me. Let me. And, and, Ike, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about in general. Right. And, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, here's yeah. the thing that makes it so difficult with women. Uh, it takes a setting. You know, each woman, you know, is is a complicated piece of machinery. It takes scenery. It takes a certain setting. It takes different things to get them ready, certain sense. You know, each woman has their own triggers. Okay, but also you have to make sure you're in an environment that can support the establishment of a trigger. Gotcha. So it don't do me no good for my wife to be all riled up, hot and ready, and my 8-year-old and my 13-year-old trying to kill each other downstairs. Right. Talk to them. (laughs) I got that. I got that. So that's that's where, and, you know, we were talking about that, like, what happened to us? And I'm like, that's what happened to us. We lived together. When we used to see each other, you know, that was it was just me and you. There was no kids. There was no bills. There was no dumb 19-year-old talking about driving because he got his driver's license. There was none of that going on. Sure. Them distractions. So now we as men, we got to try to manage the distractions at the same time, create an environment to establish those triggers. And then at the same time, sometimes they won't, you know, we got to we gotta have intimacy, talking, having sex. Sometimes we got to be, uh, you know, uh, the thug on beat it up. Sometimes we got to be the, the passionate, you know, the, the the feelings and emotional. So it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we have to, listen, we have to perform under all of those circumstances. Oh, without a doubt. Period. When Please do not perform. Like, oh, don't touch me there, or you know, that, I don't really like that. Or I think I heard the kids up. You know, somebody said it's just <laughs> knocking at the door, and it's like, and <sighs> wow, I don't know. You do know. Rodney, you Rodney, you definitely my yeah. You know. Oh, Rodney, come on, man, come on over to the basement, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I, I mean, you now, Rodney. See, see, see. That switch, that switch for us is a dangerous thing. <laughs> they it's don't know that. Dangerous is a dangerous thing. That switch, because once it's on, don't. I'm not gonna say you can't turn it off, but just don't. It ain't going off. Don't turn right. it off. Don't turn it off. And that's what I was trying to tell my wife the other day. I was like, if the switch is on and for some strange reason it's turned off, mm-hmm. you may you may take it the wrong way like I have an attitude or I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And and it, that may be the feeling that I'm having. 
The switch shouldn't be turned on. This is not break glass in case of emergency. No. Leave the switch alone. If you turn the switch on, you got to see this thing through. Yeah, you got to suffer the consequences. Yeah, you got to see. You got to finish what you start. Yep. And I yep. and, and I think that's a situation that women need to know. If your man is watching TV, mind his business. He's in his own peaceful world. You come through there with the lingerie on and no job, whatever it is, and you flip that switch. TV is obsolete at that point. Yep. We going in a different direction. Yep. And we going all the way too. We going all the way. We ain't thinking about giving no intimacy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with the switch. Respect the switch. Yes. You respect, gotta respect the switch. switch. You gotta respect the switch. <laughs> oh, the ladies that, that listen to this call, please. You got to keep this. You got to respect <laughs> that switch. This is probably one of the most important things said on the call right here. You got to keep it in perspective. The switch is important. Man, ever since I've been working out and dieting, the switch has always been on. (laughs) Mine come to me talking about she want me to be more, and I'm looking at her like, are you crazy? Well, because she's happy with with the new improvement. But I'm like, you the one that stops me. She the one that stopped me. That would just jack me up right there. Like I'm, I'm like I can't believe I'm having this conversation. I, I think it messed you up because I don't think I think what she was asking you missed what she you you kind of missed it. Oh, I know, I, I know what she's. I, I, now believe me, I understand what she's saying because I know the books she reading and we watch little shows together, and you know the dudes all you know they kissing and you know it's like he just got to have and he's rubbing. I understand. I understand what she's saying. But I'm like, you do understand that leads to more of what you have been trying to stop me from doing. Yeah. Right. But, you know, when, when those, you know, them little TV guys, or them little reality guys doing the flowers and the candies and the rubbing of feet, you need to you need to turn to her and tell her, baby, that's that's, that's for TV. Okay? Exactly. That's, that's what they're doing it for. Cause Ain't no kids no cameras, around. Exactly. And, and if it was they no cameras. Ex- yeah, exactly. Oh, you know. Oh, he's so romantic. No, he ain't. When the camera, when the, like, cut, okay, giving him flowers, and, you know, he throwing them in the trash or whatever. It ain't the same when the cameras ain't around. So I just no. turned to him and was like, you know what, honey, that is for the cameras. Okay, that ain't real. That ain't real. Should it be? You know, and, and you know, no, no. Roger, that's a great, and I, and I think it should, but I think that here's here's our, um, here, here's the rub that, to me, I think that we don't get the right response to those things. And you mm-hmm. look, look look back at those same reality, you know, or who, those TV women. How do they react? Oh, honey, you're so sweet. You're so mm-hmm. romantic. They give an affirmation. Well, what do what what our wives do? Oh, thank you. No, and, and and it's almost it's hard to get that through the teeth. A, a little thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah you're right affirmation, you know, like, uh, and, and tell me something like, you're you're a great husband, you're a great father. Doesn't doesn't that sound good? Now I'm saying that to y'all, but if 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 your wife says that to you, that does something different. She's like, you know, I think that's a, that's a great conversation. I think that's a great conversation too, Rodney. I mean, to uh, a great conversation within the house because I think, yeah, some of these like I know some of the shows my wife watches, and you know, I'm just not into them, but. Um, 
I have come to the realization that every now and then I'll sit with her. I'll watch the shows because there's something about that that she wish she had. Mm, mm. And I'll watch, and I'm trying to see what's going on. So you're right. I mean, I see a lot of this stuff going on. Like, yeah, 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 okay. You know, it ain't me, first of all. And you're right. I'd get a different response if I did it, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's a good conversational piece because I can see what you like. And then I can maybe attempt to do it. Or we can talk about it, and I can say, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about it uh, beforehand because you talk about it and say, well, this is how you act, and then it's kind of, no, I wouldn't act that way. Yeah. So you kind of have to do it and then get the reaction and say, see, you know, I'm trying to do what I know you like, but at the same time, you know, it's not the same response. But I think I'm watching some of that stuff, I mean, because that's what the TV's about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what movies are about and stuff. It's entertainment, right? It's 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 uh it's you becoming the agent. It's you becoming the football player or something that you know you kind of wish you were at you know some stage in life or whatever. So I think it's same same thing for a woman. So and on the flip think, side, Rodney, is that mm-hmm. you look at women, our wives know how to stroke our egos, however mm-hmm. that may be. But don't. But they. Don't they choose not to do sure. it? Which sure. is which is beyond me. And I, you know, literally, they they feel that oh, you can get that at your job, or you can get that from your brothers on household stress, or you can get that from your mama. Mm. And they they don't understand that I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't care yeah. exactly. Sal Trace at the job. I don't job. care about that stuff. I want it from you. And they're so prideful, so just, you know, I ain't doing that. That that just ain't me. Your ego too big anyway. No, no. You need I mean, you need to break some of that stuff up and say, you know what, honey, you, you're a great father. You're doing your thing. You're a great husband. I appreciate you. I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate you picking up the kids. I appreciate just just a little bit of affirmation where they're like, nope, you know, he. His boss, or you know, his coworkers, always tell him how good he is. He, he, that's good enough for him. No, it don't work like that. That's, that's funny, not how that, we operate. That, but I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> but does it? But isn't that? Uh, isn't that the other side of the coin of the the car and the house and the things that you got her? They make her feel good. Of course, you know who would like to sit in leather seats in a luxury vehicle or something like that. They make her feel good. But it's not about that. What you were just saying about your wife earlier. It's not about that. So on the flip side of that, you know, it's, it's just the opposite. We get them things, and and, uh, and then uh, then they watch us go out, and we're you know at work, and we're cheap, you know, we're competitive, so we're out, we're doing. And you get affirmations on the job and, you know, pat on backs and stuff like that. And she's saying, that should be enough for you. And vice versa, we're, yep. we're getting different things and saying, that should be enough for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we need validation. Sure. Period. Sure. There's no other – I can't stress that more than I'm about to stress it right now. Even in Little League baseball, we appreciate that pat on the butt from the coach. We appreciate that. We appreciate that hug from a teammate. Man, good score. Man, you stepped it up tonight. We appreciate your good husband. Man, that meal that you made was great. I find myself sending my wife text messages, paying a compliment, hoping to get one back. Do you get one? Paying a compliment, hoping to get one back. but it's Do, do you get a compliment? Not what I'm looking for. 
not the response that I'm looking for. Well, you should talk to your friend, wife about that. Half of it is a half-ass, yeah, okay, yeah. No, that's not what I was looking for. You, you, you should see really what I'm to your wife about that, man. You're right, I should. You should. I mean, you should. I mean, because you tell again. us about it, so it's really important. I, I should again. And here in Rodney, saying the same thing. And it's funny how two different households, two different married couples, but you got the same thing going on. I cooked my wife dinner tonight, and she hugged me, kissed me, told me thank you for making her dinner. I got affirmation. My household is perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wrong with us we talk you know and i think that's great i do too i, think I mean because you have to and you always have to ask you never assume that you're good enough right mm-hmm. and you have to talk man you gotta tell your wife like look man you know you ain't really appreciate me but you know there is the personality that they all have personality differences but sometimes they do the same, they have this the, the same repetitive nature. Like, I can say that to her, but her 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 uh, personality won't allow her to be extremely complimentary, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Talk She's not me. the type to be extremely, she, no, she is extremely supportive. Don't get it twisted. But as far as the little things, the little innuendos, the little, you know what I mean, I, I still appreciate you as my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to know that. Mm-hmm. That's just I'm not who she to, is. It's yeah. someone who will say that, right? Exactly. I'm supposed to know that I'm doing a good job. I'm supposed to just know that I am the man of her dreams. I'm the man that she married, the man that she intended on being happily ever. I'm supposed to just know that. Oh, let me What's flip this on you, Mr. Host. Let me well, flip this ahead. on you, Mr. Host. You, you, we need confirmation or affirmation for doing what you're supposed to do. We do? And that, but that's what she say. It's like, well, you, you taking care of the family what? Why you need a pat on the back for taking care of your family? Taking but care look, of look, but you, you're right. You're right. But is it a pat on the back? And what's wrong with a pat on the back? What's ever been wrong with a pat on the back? Man, a pat everybody. on the back may a pat a pat on the back may make when I'm sitting there at the light. Left turn is my house. Right turn is Tracy's house. Mm. That pat on the back might make me make that left turn. <laughs> the no pat on the back may make me go get something from Tracy. If women want to know why men cheat, they need to listen right now. You understand what I'm saying? That pat on the back may make me come home on time. Mm. I mean, I'm keeping it real. I've been both guys. I've been the guy that came home on time, and I've been the guy that never came home on time. Mm-hmm. I've been the guy that never thought about a pat on the back, never even knew what it was. So I had to go find me a pat on the back. And Tracy is always noticing you. Mm-hmm. Tracy's going to give you a pat on the back and much more. Absolutely. Notice you, notice your changes, notice everything about you. No, exactly. So, yes, we need validation as men. We need it. In sports, in at the job, Sight and everywhere we need we need a attaboy we need a pat on the back we need to know that yes you're on the right track doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And women are wives women are living in oblivion if they think that the 
stuff we get outside of the home is comparable and equal, equivalent yeah. to what we get from her. Come on, man. Preach. I don't want no dude telling my wife you look nice today. Are you kidding me? I don't want no dude giving my wife a pat on the back. Right. Come on now. Why right. Why would she want that from somebody else? Why would you leave it up to chance? Mm. Wow. Why even leave it up to chance? And then you want to get mad after the fact because now I got a friend? Huh? How did I get this friend? <laughs> Yeah, a friend that cares about you, you're always talking to. Yeah, yeah, I got a female coworker, and we kick it all the time. Yeah, and now you, you got that and emotional, honey, uh, honey, emotional affair hear. going on. You got an emotional affair. And those those are dangerous. Dangerous. Real dangerous. Those those are almost as bad as the actual act of doing it. When you emotionally emotionally connect with another woman because she's always accepting of you and who you are and appreciates you, while your wife just think, oh, you just humdrum, going to just go on and get it done and don't say nothing. Yeah, that's that's how, ladies. And you know well, the crazy you know, part, Ike? And you reciprocate that relationship with that woman. Oh, yeah. Sure. Even when you don't want to, you see yourself doing it like, I need to stop. I need to stop. Go ahead, Ronnie. No, I was just going to say, I mean, the Bible will tell us that if uh, if you even think of adultery, you've so already committed it. Yes. And, and it's just simply, in its, sim- in its simplicity, without getting all Greek and Hebrew on, <laughs> on anyone, you know, it just, it, it just simply means, simply means exactly what you just said. The only reason, and I said it before, in some cases, the only thing that's separating some men from uh, an, an adulterous affair is an aggressive woman. So you having a, a you know a, a powwow and a, and, a, and a bond with a woman on the job, and it's only a going out to dinner, let's joke us laugh, or going out to lunch, let's joke us laugh on the job. Um, but the only reason is because maybe you haven't got the indication that she take it to the next level. If you had that indication, it wouldn't just be the 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 wife, the wife uh, what do they call it, the uh, work wife. The work wife, yeah. She, it would be more. It would be more. In some cases, it's not only because you know it, it, it's a flirtatious thing. It's, we're just flirting, we're just flirting, or whatever. But if you ever had an indication that she was going to take it to the, that extra mile, and you know, again with all the planets aligning, that you're not getting the support and the pat on the back at home, you, you know, in some cases, whether you are or not. For some brothers, but uh, you know, you take it to that next level. That's all you're waiting on is the green light. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy, and it all could be avoided from a little confirmation. Mm-hmm. That's it. It don't take much. It don't even take a whole day. It could be one text message. It could be one moment at the kitchen sink. You know sure, what I mean? It goes a long way. I mean, if it didn't go a long way, then the father would not have to tell everybody that this is my beloved son and, and who I'm well pleased. Here you am. You, you know what I mean? There's certain things that you kind of have to read and you can't just skip over. And you see certain things in, in, in the Bible, such as our life, you know, those who are, who are believing in our life, but it just it's applicable. And you see that, and it's, it's not just thrown in there because they needed something to fill that space on the paper. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, that it, it actually meant something. He said that because it it meant something. He's a father. That's a son. He's he's given affirmation. He's patting him on the back. This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. 
you know, we could actually, if we were transitioning into a father-son, father-daughter relationship, because that's what we're to do um, based on that relationship of the father and Christ. But we see that and we say, you know, yeah, I mean, if he got affirmation, he made of himself no reputation, but at the same time, everyone made his reputation for him. They gave him the pats on the back. They gave him the accolades. Of course, there was others. They're going to be haters, right? If you get a pat on the back from one side, you're going to have some haters on the other. But nonetheless, um, he, you know, if he had it, how much more of you, you know, the rest of us, uh, you know, you're going, you're going to need it. You're going to want it. Uh, you know, the the uh, Martin Luther King is called the drum major mentality. Everybody wants to be out front of notice, uh, you know, get that pat on the back, get to be recognized or what have you. And so, you know, it's not something that you want to shake. It's not something, you know, I don't know, some of these other individuals, Mother Teresa and so forth and so on, who always been pro- uh, projected as being so humble or whatever. You know, you them being human, having a, a nature of humanity in them, um, they wanted to be out front too. They didn't mind the cameras all the time. Mm-mm. I'm, you know, I'm sure. And I'm, you know, obviously she's dead. I'm not gonna speak again. And it, it's just a part of who we are. We we need that. We need a pat on the back. We need to be recognized. And I said this before subtly. Uh, and I told that female that uh, forget what it was guest eight. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Yes. To do a little bit of that. You see, you know, whatever he's. I understand that he's sitting on the couch. I understand he's not doing things, everything you want him to do or doing anything in some cases, but the little things that he might do, if he paid the bill on time, just acknowledge the fact that he did that good. It goes a long way, to your long point. Way. That's right. It goes a long way. And get the a, get him off the couch. It, yeah, mm-hmm. and, the, and the biggest part about it is when it's unexpected. You know, it's mm-hmm. not that, you know, honey, I need you to pay me some more compliments, and then tomorrow she's like, oh, you look nice today. I mean, just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's so frustrating that, you know, we think that we're thinking, like, why do, why do I have to tell you these things? Whereas on the flip side, as the brother said, him him and his wife talk about everything, so mm-hmm. that that that's the conversation that needs to be had. But unfortunately, when we do have those conversations, they don't really receive it well. No. Again, it's like, well, it's an attack. That ain't yeah. They they you know they put it back on you. Well, you I, that ain't me. And I ain't doing it, you know, leave it up to your boss. Yeah, but Rodney, uh, and again, the that ain't me part. See, mm. that's the part that's disturbing. Mm. The reason why I say that that's the part that's disturbing because that ain't you, why did you get married? Mm. That ain't you, why did you say those vows? That ain't mm. you, why did you do these things in the beginning? Why did you show me? Give me a glimpse of what it's going to be like, and then now it's not you. And how many things that do do we say that ain't me, or we just you know okay? We suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. I don't like shopping for blinds. (laughs) I don't like shopping for curtains. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Certain things, you know, life lifestyle. What's that channel? Lifestyle. Oh, no. Lifetime. 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 You see, I don't even know what it is, but I know I watch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, mm-hmm. you need you need to hit her with, you know, that ain't me. See that ain't happens. me. But, but it won't fly because now we're being insensitive. Now mm-hmm. we're being closed-minded. Now we're being one-sided. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you just have to be closed-minded and one-sided. To get what you want. 
No, not just to get what you want, but just to let her know that this really is not me. Mm-hmm. I never will care as much as you care about the woman who got to operate on the dude that raped her and all this crazy stuff. You know that crazy stuff they put on like that. I really don't care. <laughs> Show me. Yeah. 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 My wife fully understands it. This, this is how well my wife understands me. We just went on vacation, and, you know, it was a lot of Portuguese women on the cruise ship. And my wife pointed out to one of the women, she said, what would you do with that? You know, the woman well-endowed, very shapely. I said, I would do the best I could. And we both laughed about it. <laughs> I didn't have to explain you, you know, if I was single, you know, I would do this. Or, you know, oh, baby, well, you know I'm mad. I ain't looking at nothing like that, you know, because we had that understanding. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? She she actually gets me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. I can I can actually talk to her like that on some levels. Right. I can't really talk to her like she's running the boys, but you know she, you know she does every now and then. She let her hair down, and we can have one of those uh, jovial moments, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, that's all I'm saying, man. And brother, I tell you that I admire you because I live down the block from you, and I was living in oblivion how you and your wife's communication is just. I mean, it's great. I mean, I admire it, you know, because I need to get there. Yeah, I mean, we've both been married before. Me and my wife both been married before, and so we both learned, you know, when you don't like something that's happening in your marriage, you talk about it. You don't just go on and just think, well, maybe it'll change. I mean, you open your mouth and you talk about it. You be honest. Like, I, I need, this is what I need. This is what I need to feel, or this is what I need, uh, what what I need from you, you know. Yeah, and I think that our challenge, our our struggle is, I, I don't think any one of us on here have a problem with, with talking about it. I don't think no, that's the issue. That's not the issue. The, the yeah. issue is, well, you know, why do you feel like that? What do you mean? You know, oh, the accusatory? I, yes. Exactly. It's the attack. If it's very so, accusatory right now. Yeah, and, and, and the problem is, with that is, like, why would I want to come to you with stuff when you're just going to, either belittle me or, or demean what I'm telling you because well, you shouldn't feel like that. Well, oh, yeah. Feel. Oh, yeah. Now, my wife is the same way when it comes to me and ailments. You know, my wife is a dick buckets when it comes to ailments. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Suck it up. <laughs> but again, like we were earlier talking about medicines, you know, when it comes to that time of the month. You know, we are a drug house over here when it's time for that time of the month. They take their Midol, the Advil, PM, they do what they got to do. But me, I don't like taking medicine, so I try to suffer because that's just who I am. You know, but my wife's totally obvious. She like to medicate early or cold or anything. She like to go on and just say, okay, I feel a little sick. Let me go on and take something. But that's because we're different. And because we're different, we have that accusatory nature going on, you know, when we clash on the subject of medicine. So we do have our clashes, and she can be, and she is very accusatory. But then there are some things that if we want the marriage to work, we have to stop being humans and try to be self-preserving and actually like, okay, I need to really listen. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to tell your wife. Like, if you want this marriage to work, we 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 have to we we have to listen, and you have to feel comfortable about coming up to something. There's some things I just can't come to my wife about. I can't come to my wife about, you know, certain pains, or ailments. 
You know, but when it comes to relationships, and you know, how I relate to her physically and, and in intimacy, we both have, you know, pretty open uh, lines of communication. Yeah, well, you know, and, 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 and it's funny that you say that because if there is an affair between the husband and the wife, I mean, between the husband and another woman, the wife is normally the last one to find out. You know, the wife will wonder why. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's like he, why he cheating, man. You see, like, really, when the last time you can, you know, complimented him? For sure. When the last time you said, you know, thank you for being in my life, or you know, I really, I really love being married with to you and being with you and sharing my life with you. Yeah. So when, when, when is she? When the last time she said that? Yeah, yeah. And I know that those wives giving those and those ladies listening and do the Father's Day uh, psychology trick and the birthday head trick and the Christmas head trick really think that's getting it done? When no, it's not. That's not it. No, nope. got it wrong. You know, but 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 again, like last week, last week we talked about having one woman. The homework assignment that we have as husbands is learning our one woman. Not the next one or the one at the job or juggling three or four. One. And it should be the same way. They should learn one man. Now, if that is comes, if you, and again, if you have to talk to another man, a friend, a brother, an uncle, to figure out how to understand your husband, then so be it. Do your research. But this is good stuff that you're talking about right now. You said it's not about the 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 annual blowjob, the birthday sex, the attaboy sex, or whatever. It's about that confirmation that we need, that validation that we're doing a good job, period. That's all we want to mm-hmm. know. That's what's going to fuel mm-hmm. us to keep doing a good job. Mm-hmm. That's like your kid. Your kid works on a on a, a, a project. For a week, never did a project for a week. Works on a project for a week. Really says, man, I'm gonna get this project. I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna get an A. They go, they get the A. They bring the A back to you and say, I got an A. Look at my project. And you say, yeah, good job. And keep it moving. What are they gonna do the next project? Right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Ain't nobody, you know, ain't nobody paying attention anyway. We still that same kid. We don't lose that. I don't. I don't believe we ever grow out of that. If we put work in, we want to. You know. Okay. Yeah. Good work. Good job. That whole thing goes to our jobs at work. You know what I'm saying? Where you know we put in the work. We want to know that we did a good job. Either it's a pat on the back or it's reflected in our paycheck. But we want to know that we're doing something right. I think it's the same as you know with our wives, and they need to know it. Can we, since you used the, the work analogy, because um, on the job, and some of you might be managers as well, or on your own businesses, I know some of you do, but um, on your job, you got in, you got some employees that work underneath you. And the one thing I know, personally, the one thing I can't stand, is probably the worst thing, my biggest pet peeve at, at, at the job, is to hear anyone say that that's not my job. Yeah. That's, that's that's the worst thing you can possibly say to me. Yeah. Um, that that's not my job. Now to your point that you know you you get a bonus, you get a gift card, or you get something because you did some things, um, uh, out maybe outside quote unquote your job description. 
Sure. Um, although I'm paying you, and so you should be doing the work as long as I'm not asking you to do anything unethical or you know, cleaning bathrooms when you're supposed to be managing or something like that. I'm not asking you to do something extreme. Then you shouldn't really have a problem with it. But um, if that goes for if that goes for the job that I I can I can just ask you to do something and you'll do it because you're trying to keep the job for the most part. I mean, yep, you can go off. You can certainly go off and and get yourself another job. But as long as you're on the job, you're going to do whatever it is that's being asked of you. Like I said, within reason. You're going to do whatever is being asked of you. So if you're in a you're in a relationship, you certainly you can go off to to something else. But as long as you're there, you're going to maximize. And you're going to do uh, whatever's whatever it's going to take to keep your your pension, your your income, your your uh, substance sure. in your house. You know you'll do you'll do whatever whatever you would think anyway. You know, it applies on the job. It should certainly apply in the house. But I'm, and I'm not saying she's a manager. I'm a manager within the house. But uh, I'm going to fulfill my duties, and I'm not going to say, well, that's not my job description. Mm-hmm. You say you like flowers. You say you like sitting there watching Lifetime movies. You say you want to, you know, go do things that I don't necessarily want to do. I don't have, I don't feel anyway, but I don't have the privilege to say, that's not in my job description. Mm-mm. Because that's a part of the contract. That's whatever I, the, the the marriage license, the thing that I signed to be into this, and I hate to even call it a job because I don't want to belittle it that way, but uh, I'm coming in for the sake of analogy. I'm coming into this job. I don't have the privilege to say this is not in my job description. So if I have to sit down and watch a Lifetime movie, if I have to rub your feet, you know, and I'm not saying be a slave to you because it's 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 mutual, right? I mean, sure. there's there's a give and take to it, and she should be able to get something too. But well, it's supposed to be mutual. Yeah, absolutely, it's supposed to be mutual. But do do I not fulfill my job? I guess the question that I was going to ask initially when I jumped out there was, do I um, do I not fulfill my duty, um, or? Is that my? Is that a justification for me to run off because you didn't do? You didn't pat me on the back mm. because you didn't give me a bonus. Mm. Um, wow. Well, since we're on that, and that's a great question. But if if, and it may not be the 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 way to handle that situation. But even at the workplace, mm-hmm. there are people that go to work every day show up, do the best thing that they can do, mm-hmm. but they still get emails from monster jobs. Mm-hmm. They still get, yep. they they still get, they still get, um, they still surf the net to see what else is out there that's better. Got headhunters mm-hmm. calling them. Right. Headhunters calling them. They're still, they, they may not go on an interview, but mm-hmm. they're still seeing what else is out there. Yep. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So yep. it's 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 it, it, it's a it's a yeah. I'm gonna do what I signed up to do, but that doesn't mean you got a thousand percent of my attention right here. Mm. Right, wow. I can take my chances because I've never worked at the company that monster is sending me. Yeah, I I know what it looks like. Yeah, on paper, I know what it looks like in a skirt. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know if the job uh, is really for me. And I don't really know that until I, I have to lose everything. Or I, have to, I shouldn't say lose. I have to give up everything to find out. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And and again, and again, when you leave a job, they say, "Don't burn a bridge," so because you might have to come back. <laughs> that's, a, that's a burnt bridge in the, in, in the house. In a relationship, that bridge is burnt. And, I, and I'm gonna tell you right now, every job at Monster is crazy in one way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, that's where yeah, I come from, Monster.com. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. The better it looks, the crazier it is. Yeah, hey, look, because out here in the workforce, there's a whole lot of layoffs taking place. Yeah, yeah. And you you can, you can get out there and get with a job, and you last in first out, you know what I mean? That's right, that's right. That's you right. can be let go really quick, and then you you stuck. That's man, my wife got a friend. She can't, find, she can't keep a man to save her life. And that's because her approach is all wrong, and that's another story. But she she made the fatal comment to me one time. She said, "Ain't no good men out there," and I said, "I find that hard to believe because the marriage industry is running strong." Yeah, yeah. I didn't see on CNN that marriage planners are out of work because ain't no men out there marrying women. Mm. Yeah, they got reality it. shows all day long about marriage. Oh, about that. Yeah. What is the problem? <laughs> and yeah. I'm looking at her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So 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 again. You know, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but if somebody is out there exploring other options, there mm-hmm. is a disconnect somewhere. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. You know, if you work for Google, you're not looking at Microsoft to see what they're doing on their employment board. Right. Because you're happy. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? You, you know that they've acknowledged you. You know you have... Uh, good standing with the company. You you know these things. If you know these things, you're not biting your nails doing all these other layoffs that are going on. Obviously, anything could happen, but you're not biting your nails doing these layoffs. You don't feel your job's in jeopardy um, because you you've been acknowledged. You know your review is strong. Actually, for them to let you go would be illegal without yeah. any documentation, right? I mean, they don't have any, you haven't been on a performance plan, you haven't been written up, you have, you know, so you're strong and secure about where you're where you're sitting. Obviously, layoffs are layoffs if they, if they actually downsize or what have you. But yeah. um, but I'm saying you're, you're secure in your position. They've talked about promoting you and already giving you some new responsibilities, and to, to your point, all that patting on the back. I'm feeling secure, at least, I should say, at least as secure as I can in my position because I already know that uh, the company can go elsewhere, mm-hmm. even if I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but I know that I've done everything that I can do, and I feel secure about where I'm at. Now, I've said this a million times on the, on the call. Uh, I don't necessarily – I don't trust people that way, and I think that would include my wife. Sure. I, you know, I, I love her. I, I, think, I don't think she would ever do anything like that to me, and I don't think I'd ever do anything like that to her, but I don't never fully trust. Anyone, you know, flesh and blood, man, flesh and blood. blood. Exactly, exactly. It's there, and it's. And I know some people take it the wrong way when I say that. Like I have some doubt about my wife, and it's not necessarily that, but, um, but you know, there's there's there can't be a a a full sense of uh, trust in anything. Anything could actually take place. But where I'm sitting now on the job, I'm secure about where I'm at because, to Tia's point, I've gotten my affirmation, I've got my bonuses, I got my pat on the back. Um, promise the promotions kind of thing, and so I'm secure about where I'm at now. If I'm if I'm not getting those things, to your point, Tiak, if I'm not getting those things, um, then I'm the one biting my nails. I'm the one, you know, that's that's living on the edge of the of the seat, wondering, you know, the next conference room I'm asked to come into a meeting in, whether or not HR is on the other side of that door. 
And the reality whether, is whether or not she's about to let me go. And the reality is, you know, generally you're not sitting there in your chair, you know, uh basically comfortable with the fact that you got a bonus last year or three years ago. Right. That only lasts so long. You can't mm-hmm. sit there and be like, Yeah, I'm good, I got a bonus last year or last two years. No, this this is a new year. You need another mm-hmm. bonus. Right. And Absolutely. I think that's the that's the fallacy is that you know, maybe they come to us, you know, I was speaking our wives with the job analogy, they're like, Well you just got affirmation two weeks ago. Yeah. Or last month. You know, you should be good with that. You should be okay with that. Why aren't you okay with that? Where is on in the job we're 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 striving for a bonus every year. Mhm. Mhm. And if the truth be told, every day we're looking. I know, and it's right. logical that we can get something every day. But if we could, and we do, we go in and we're looking for something. We're, we're trying to turn in our report earlier. We're trying to, you know, get to the meeting on time. We're trying to do a good presentation. We're studying all night. We're going over, you know, uh, specs or schematics or or strategies or whatever we're doing to make sure we go in there. With, or at least I'm hoping. Uh, I think most of us on the phone are, but, you know, that's the way you're going into work. You're, you're going in and do to some degree. I mean, I know there's issues and stuff at work, but you're going in to impress. And the only reason why you're going in to impress is because you want that promotion, you want that mm-hmm. bonus, you want them stock options or whatever that they're given. You want that. You want that corner office, and you're going in and you're putting in the work. And it's every day. You and if you're not getting it, you're absolutely right. And if you're not getting it, then those emails that are coming through Monster are looking better and better every day. It's the same email, and they can they can just send it uh, on an automatic send or whatever. It's the same email, the same job. <laughs> you know what? This job looking all right this time. Now, now it's looking better. <laughs> That's right. Now it's That's right. Even for less money. Even for less money. Wow. It's better and better. You boys are wild. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and that's usually, you know, you see a lot of that, right? I mean, not necessarily, yeah. I'm not saying that that would be our choice if that ever happened. But you see a lot of that where uh, the brother's got some banging at home. Mm-hmm. And, and and Tracy, you know, she might be all right, but she's not banging. <laughs> but, you know, but you see him compromise. You know, the job looks better now. You know, I'm, not, I'm not getting any affirmation that this job looks better. <laughs> Tracy Incorporated. <laughs> wow. Tracy Incorporated, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Man. Man. Yeah, that's, well, that's a rough conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely rough conversation. Definitely. Ooh. But, you know, you, it, it's good to have it. But it's necessary. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll tell you this. I had a, a conversation with a friend of mine uh, this past weekend. His daughter got married, so he was in town with one of my best friends, actually from Ohio, and he was here. And so we we hung out for a little while. Both um, me, him, my wife, his wife, and then his brother and his wife. And so we were talking, and, um, and he was telling me he's like, you know, he's like, you know, I feel like he's Rod. You know, I feel like you know, I'm 19 again. I mean, you, the hormones are blazing, and uh, you know he's like he's, he's snapping every little thing he sees. He hasn't said he went out on anything, but uh, he's, he's he's at the point where he's just ready to just give into it. He just it's hard for him to even fight it anymore. 
Wow. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just there. And it has, and his wife is excellent. She's a, she's a beautiful woman, and I've known her for, you know, I know both of them for a very long time, and uh, and I know she's good to him, and she gives affirmation. But even with that, I think he's still kind of like, you know, I just, I'm looking around everywhere I am. You know, I'm just like I'm surrounded by him. I can't help but to notice and and, and things like that. So that you know, it's it's absolutely prevalent. And he's not a. I don't want to categorize him as a dog. He's been a good husband, a good father to his kids and stuff like that through the years. But, uh, you know, he's just he's just spilling the beans and saying, this is just how I feel. My point of saying that was just what you were saying, T-Hawk, that, uh, you know, these are still good conversations to have. And I think he just, he needed to, he hadn't had that conversation with anybody. It's kind yeah. of been internal. Sure. Um, so he, you know, he felt obviously very relieved to be able to have that conversation. So, and then they had to leave, and I said, Call me when you get back to because we got to finish this conversation. I can't have you just, you know, switching up jobs over. Yeah, they got twenty. Yeah. They got twenty-five down, twenty-seven Ooh. down. Yeah, yeah. They they got married right out of high school. That's a lot invested. A lot invested. Four kids, one grand, one just the oldest just got married. So yeah, that's a lot invested. That's a lot invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a reason for everything. There's a reason why he came to you. Yeah, yeah. You well, I mean? hopefully all of us have, you know, you know, kind of have that outlet. And when other brothers come up with that to us uh, on the job or where at church or whatever, and hopefully we all can kind of be an outlet and, and maybe not kind of judge. Because we all, and, and that was kind of the conversation we were having. We were having just a man conversation. We weren't having, you know, preacher dialogue or, or church dialogue or going looking up scriptures and stuff like that. We were just having a man dialogue about it. And it's like, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Women look good. Don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ignorant to that fact. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be like, you got a big problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like we do on the call. You know, and nobody's putting their face on like, well, why would you, what do you mean you're looking at other women? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and, and again, that's not abnormal. That could happen to any of us. You know, we go through, I mean, we all go through phases. We all go through seasons. You know, sure, uh, yeah, sure. You know, and, I mean, it, it's healthy. I'm not going to say not. Yeah. Yeah, and it's depending on how, you know, how far you carry it, absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, But at, at minimum, we are all on the same page. Now, where we all go with it is maybe a different story, but at minimum, we, at all, minimum, see, we're all the same. We all see beauty. Absolutely. For sure. We all see beauty. For sure. Yeah. So every you know, day. Absolutely. Every day. You can't, you know. <laughs> so, you know, we, we need that outlet. So the call was really good, and I think the content of the call was really good. We needed that conversation, even yeah. though it was, a, it was a rough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good words. So, so for those that just came on. <laughs> wow. Came on late. Uh, uh, the... Uh, topic tonight was living in oblivion. The fact or condition of forgetting or having forgotten, especially the condition of being oblivious, is the definition. Don't be that guy. There's so many things that we talked about tonight. There's so many avenues. This thing went left and right and left and right with the kids and the wife and all that stuff. And a lot of us have admitted to living in oblivion. And you know, I, I don't think that it's it's it characterizes us as a bad person, 
or somebody that's comfortable or somebody that's just set in their ways. I think that we can all change. The good thing about this forum is that we can talk about it and we can all have an aha moment and say, well, maybe that's something that I need to fix or maybe that's something that I need to work on. And that's what we do here at Married Men Don't Talk. We just talk about the things that may be the obvious that in certain marriages or certain situations are oblivious, if that makes any sense. But that's the end of our call. I'm getting ready to go and open mic. I do not know what the topic is for next week. Does anybody have one? P-Town got it. Fiend sleep. P-Town. Yeah. Yeah. Love, sex, and lies. Love, sex, and lies. All right. That's That's the next week. That's it? That's it. All right. Love, sex, and lies. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, and bef- and before you shut it down, Mr. Host, I just have one thing to say regarding living in oblivion. Yeah. And and please shut it down after this, because I really have to go. My boy's about to wake up and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we are all living in oblivion because we forget, just like the folks that were gunned down in the movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, they had planned on going to see a movie. But we are living in oblivion if we don't think that tomorrow is not promised to any of us. So everything we talked about, you know, it all boils down to communication. And, you know, you may say, well, I'll I'll talk to her next week. Or I'll talk to my daughter about sex next month. Or, you know, her 13th birthday. She's just 10 now or whatever. Tomorrow's not promised, fellas. Tomorrow's not promised. Living in oblivion. Good stuff. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Um, and again, it's twelve o'clock. I don't even know. You know, we could even skip open mic. <laughs> Shut her down. Yeah, I'm going to bed now. While I got yeah, enough yeah. to get up these stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully my wife ain't ready for round two of what she did this morning, cause I don't. <laughs> you ain't up, wow. <laughs> no, but I'm not there. If you know what I mean. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Go to the medicine cabinet if you need to. No, that ain't gonna. No. The blue pill. No, I don't need no help there. It's just <laughs> I need help moving the body, man. Get you a uh, Red Bull or one of them amps. One of them yeah. Get you an energy. Five hour energy. It, it won't help me as tired as I am. <laughs> I don't black out a couple of times like I was talking. Well, thanks for hanging in there, brother. Thanks for yeah, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, we really do. Thanks for hanging in there. All right, well, that's all the right. conclusion, and that's all of it for this week. Thank you guys again. Next week we'll be back bigger and better. Yes, sir. Please check out the website, www.householdstress.com. For all the new updates and all the new stuff we got going on there. Some good stuff going on. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm good. Have a good, good rest of the week. All right. Yes, all right, brother. All right, all right fellas. All right, all right. later. Peace. Bye.